originated and, and kind of solely based on what we feel and what we believe. So I don't want anybody thinking, man, this is just us, you know, voicing our opinions and speaking for every man out in the country and out in the world, man. Uh, this is just a podcast, man. And we'd love to hear everybody's feedback. Feel free to speak. Feel free to say anything. Have any com- uh, commentary, man. We, we more than likely going to read into the comments. Um, and at some point within the show, man, we're going to definitely uh, get it to the point where we're going to start uh, answering some questions in the, uh, in the audience, man. Just kind of, you know, touching on some uh, some questions that maybe you guys have throughout, uh, throughout the stream itself, man. So, uh, once again, welcome to the Gentleman's Club podcast, man. We're definitely uh, glad to hear y'all, uh, hear from y'all, see y'all here today. Uh, and, hey, Ben Switches and more to come, man. So that's all for us. Uh, so first things first, man, uh, we're going we gonna to get into some things that we feel like needs to be talked about. Uh, so the first thing we're going to get into is our upbringing. So once again, I'm going to let my boy Jock start off. We're going to go straight to Mike, and we'll get the show rolling, man. Take it away, Jock. What oh, you got? Brother, baby. Hey, let me tell y'all right now, if y'all haven't already, click into all our social medias, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolute. Follow everything, man. So I'm going to tell y'all now, y'all want to be there when we go live. Y'all want to be here. So absolutely. Absolutely. Absolute. Hey, Phil, welcome to the welcome to the stream, man. Darius, welcome to the stream, man. I seen y'all comments in the chat live, man. I definitely, I don't want, I don't want y'all to go unnoticed, man. I definitely seen y'all chats and comments in there, man. Uh, welcome to the welcome to the uh, stream. Welcome to the uh, the brotherhood. Welcome to the fatherhood. Welcome to the podcast, man. Love y'all, man. But yes, definitely follow us on all platforms. It is at T H A Gentlemen's Club with an A, not an E, and that's at T H A Gentlemen's Club on all platforms. All right, man. Get a pull, drop the Absolutely, it. absolutely. Upbringing. Let's see. Uh, I was raised in a single parent household. Uh, raised by my mama, she raised three kids, two boys, one girl. Uh, my stepfather was the most active guy in my life. You know what I'm saying? So he's the one who who definitely put in perspective on how to be a man for me. Uh, been around the Navy my whole life, so I've moved around a lot. Was raised raised in North Carolina, born in San Diego. Uh, yeah, that's that's where we get with it. I mean. You got, I got a bunch of different outlooks on things, on how people do things and shit. So, yes, sir. Hey, so, hey, so, hey. Jock, um, hey. um, before you get into that, Mike, hey, so, Jock, uh, tell the folks, man. So, I know you spoke about having a father involved, man. Uh, what, what do you feel like are, are some of the benefits that you got from uh, having a father in your life, man? Oh, from my pops, yeah, man, my pops, because my pops taught me something, right? He taught me, and it's something that I told y'all offline. Uh, he taught me there's a difference between a dad and a father. You feel me? A father is a person who can make a baby easy, but a dad is somebody who's did it and doing it. Uh, my pops seen me, you know what I'm saying? My pops came in my life when I was, what, two? Mm-hmm. And he seen it all the way through. He seen me all the way through to graduation, to, to going to college for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He taught me He taught me the ins and outs, the do's, the don'ts. You know what I'm saying? Like, boy taught me how to drink. <laughs> boy, he did <laughs> Hey. Uh, but hey. he taught me he taught me a lot man he taught me like he taught me how to to try to tap into your 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 emotional side you're not supposed to be a hundred percent like just hard on everything you feel me like he taught me how to he taught me a lot bro like i couldn't even thank him enough for all the lessons he gave me that's, that's love that's love bro get it mike hey. so I had like close to the same type of upbringing, you know, single parent household. My mama did it, two two boys, one girl. 
Uh, it wasn't easy. I mean, I didn't get a stepfather till I was 14. So it's a, it's a different perspective when you go through life that long without a, without a father figure. Like, my father was there, but he wasn't there. And my father was locked up for a lot of times. People that know me know that. So um, it's a different it's a different upbringing because, like, when you when you like that for that long, you you the man of the house. At fourteen, you the man of the house. Mm-hmm. So I seen my mama go through struggles where she just didn't know how we was gonna make it, or she didn't know how things was gonna happen. And coming up as a man, that's gonna take us to another point. But coming up as a man is like you get at early age, you gotta learn like I I gotta get things popping. I gotta do this myself. I gotta learn how to do this. I gotta take care of this because if not, then she feel like she ain't got no help. I ain't never want her to feel like that. I don't like seeing my mama down. So early on, we try to take things on. When I did get a stepdad, though, I'm gonna tell y'all now the perspective of life changed because you got that advice from another man. You got that, oh, you don't gotta do this. You don't gotta act this way. You can do this, and it was just different, dog. It was, it was different being able to go, uh, go to go to your games, and you know, you, usually your mother work late, but now you got people here for you, or. Um, hey, great example. My first, my first job interview. I ain't know what to wear. I ain't know what to wear. Hey, step, step. I put it on. Like, yo, this what you need to do. Wear this. Say this. Things like that. It's just, it's just a different perspective. It's a different behavior you get to learn. It's a different mind you get to, to explore. Things like that. Hey, so, so at fourteen, bro. At fourteen, you know what I'm saying. You said you. That's when. That's when he came into your life, right? Fourteen. So, what is, what is it like? Going from being the man of the house, you know, because I know you're the oldest, right? You're the oldest. Yep. So being the oldest, being the man of the house, and then having to be like, okay, let me take, let me take the side step because he's here. So I ain't gonna lie, and a lot of people don't know this because the way me and my pops act now, y'all would think that we was always cool. But like the first three, four years, it was, it was bad, bro. It was bad because you gotta think. You talking you talking about somebody coming in and just taking a spot in the household and trying to do things and you're not used to it. You're not used to it. You right. you fourteen and you like, man, I've been doing this. I've been the one here. I was the only one here. So now it's like it's another man in there and y'all not clicking because you you doing things one way, he want things another way. It's just different minds in the household that you gotta get used to, bro. I, I will say this though. Those first three years was on me. Because I wasn't open to having somebody else show me a different path. Mm-hmm. So it was like I was stuck in my ways a little bit. Okay. If I was, if I could go back, I would change the way that I had him. Like I, I, I approached him because I feel like he was just trying to help, and I wanted, I wanted to let me go. It's all a part of growth. You needed, you needed it to happen the way it happened. Yeah, because I, I wouldn't be the person I am now. Exactly. And y'all wouldn't have the relationship you have if, if y'all didn't go through that trials and tribulations in the beginning. Yeah, I feel like everybody got to go through something real before their relationship can be strong anyway. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. For sure, for sure, for sure. All right, so with me, man, uh, again, for those who don't know me, man, my name is Justice Formerly, uh, but I do go by SB. Uh, that's that's kind of been my name that I uh, stuck with since high school. Uh, kind of give it in a kind of funny way, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but with my upbringing, man, so my upbringing, my upbringing was a little different. So it was uh, in so many ways unique to, I guess, you know, to a lot of people. Um, I didn't necessarily come from a struggling household. I didn't come from, 
an abusive household. I didn't come from a crazed household or nothing like that. I came from a, a single mother uh, who basically busted her ass in any given situation, you know what I'm saying, raising us and shit. So uh, she took a lot of sacrifices, took a lot of hits, uh, took a lot of bruises, uh, was abused. Uh, not to disclose too much information on that, but you know, she was abused. She was one of those one uh one of those mothers who kind of fought fought through that abuse. And uh as I got older, of course I had to understand a little bit better what uh what abuse actually meant. And uh I, I learned the hard way, of course. Uh but you know, getting into my adolescent years, teen years and uh premature adulthood, uh I did go through a time where I had to kind of learn how to become my own man, so to speak. And you know what I'm saying? It's it's a challenge in itself. But when I say uh, become my own man, I mean, you know, learning how to do certain things, build things, work, you know what I'm saying? Learn how to put shit together, learn how to, you know what I'm saying, get myself together, learn how to discover who I really am as an individual before I start going out hanging with other people and, you know what I'm saying, coming in. Now, when it comes to a pops, you know what I mean? I'm not like Jock where my pops was involved. And I'm also not like Mike where, you know what I'm saying, he had a pops to come in at the later time and, you know what I'm saying, rekindle that relationship. I still hold grudges and animosity towards my father type shit. You know what I mean? So when I was growing up, my father was completely absent. He didn't claim me. He didn't want shit to do with me. None of that shit. I don't invite him to basketball games and shit when I was popping off. I don't invite him to different events. He never wanted to come through. So when I finally got the opportunity, you know what I'm saying? I was like, look, let me go and invite him again. He never came. And I think that last basketball game I wanted to come to, I just gave up, bro. And a lot of people ain't going to admit that shit, but I gave up. And, uh, it took for me. So, hold, hold. Yeah, before so, you go further, let me ask you a question. So you said your pops was absent. Did it? How how did that affect you becoming the father? It's a little weird, bro. Cause I, I make a lot of mistakes, bro. And, and let's just be completely honest. Like when my son was born, like I I can admit, like you know, or I can say, like you know, what I'm saying, I, I took I took responsibility. And I did everything I feel like I was supposed to do as a father when my first my son was born. Because he again my first child. You know what I'm saying? I even pulled him as far as making sure that I never ended up like my father not being present and not, you know what I'm saying, showing up when when the time comes. So I ended up actually having custody of him for the last what three, four years, I think. And, and Jock knows that, you know what I'm saying? Me and Jock, when I was going through that road time, man, me and Jock was like hip to hip type shit. And you know, he kind of know all that shit that went on with me. But like my father in in, in itself. And uh, me and him don't have some fucking words. I don't threaten him. He don't threaten me type shit. And honestly, that shit made me a good, it made me a better father. It made me want to be a better father so I can show him, like, nigga, I can do something that you couldn't do. And it don't take energy. It don't take effort. You know what I mean? It don't even take money right. a lot of times. But, you know, with my daughter, I made some mistakes. But, you, again, that's just something I didn't learn. It's a lot of shit that I didn't learn because when the second child came, I thought, work, 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 work. And I forgot about being present. And even with being present, sometimes being present don't necessarily mean, you know what I'm saying, being there. It means actually being involved and being active type shit. Because you can be a face that's around your household. Yeah, so you can be a face in your household, but that don't mean you necessarily being a good father. You know what I mean? So I had to learn that lesson. Um, But what I will say, though, is uh, part of my upbringing, too, that's why I said it's kind of unique. Um, I was actually, uh, I got really sick when I was like 11 or 12 years old. And I think that was the first time I actually physically remember seeing his face. And when I say that was my first time, I mean, I was pretty much, I don't, I don't know if I was near death or if I was like close to like being close to near death, if that makes sense. But I was in a situation where I had to get emergency surgery like that day type shit. Because if I had to close my eyes again, there's a possibility I didn't open back up. That was the first time I seen him. And it was the day after my surgery. And, he, and that was the first time I met my sister too. So 
that day kind of stuck with me. And through my high school years, I tried so many times to get that nigga involved. He never wanted to be involved. So then I got to a point where I was like, fuck it. I don't even want nothing to do with you. So now I'm at a point where he wants to be active in his grandkids' life, but I can't let him. So it, it, and it's, it's built up animosity. It's a lot of shit I can't forgive. So that's why I say my, my, my situation over you a little unique. Because you guys, y'all forgave y'all fathers and shit. And y'all, he didn't have to forgive him because he was there. I didn't never forgive him. I can't forgive him. You know what I mean? Let me, let me put a pin in that right there, because you got to remember what I said. I said, my biological <laughs> yeah. My hey, step-pop was. I get that. Yeah. Your step-pop is still your pop, though. And that's what I, anytime I, you know me, anytime I refer to my pops, you know who I'm talking yeah, about. that's your pop. You know, same thing with you. Anytime I refer to, now my biological pop, you feel me like, I think, before I left Cali, the last time I seen that man, I think I want to say I was like maybe four years, five years old, you feel me? Yeah. And then we did. So growing up, and then not, and, and when I say my step pops, yes, my step pops, my mom, they got married, they got divorced or whatever. So, you know, they went their separate ways, but he still stayed there. Like he still stayed active. He was in the Navy too. So even with him moving around, he, he'd call me or he'll, he'll, he'll hit me up like, yo, why ain't heard from you type shit, whatever, whatever. But my biological pop, like I still remember this one time, bro, like I was, I don't want to say I was like 15 years old, 16 years old. And something happened to my phone that broke. So my mom was like, yo, just call call your dad and, you know what I'm saying, see if he he give you the money for, for a phone. So I'm like, I think she's talking to step, my stepfather. I was like, no, I'm not about to call that bad. She was like, no, nah, I'm talking about your, your biologic, your sperm donor. That's what she called him, your sperm donor. Call him. <laughs> I'm so not calling that bad, bro. I ain't talked to that man since <laughs> I was five and I'm 15. Call him. Hey, yo, what's good? Woo, woo, woo. Hey, I'm bro, still here, fellas. I got to step away real quick. I'm still listening to you. Yo, Bullshit you not, bro. I got on the phone, bro, with him. I was on the phone with him maybe two, three minutes tops before that man was like, yo, you want to talk to your little brother? Uh, I didn't even know I had a little brother, but of course. All right, boom, we talking, we talking. So I tell him, I, t- I tell him the nature of the call, like, look, I ain't even here on no crazy shit. I ain't go sugarcoat it. I need a phone, bro. I need like 50. No, I need, I need money for a phone. He was like, yeah, I got you. My mom laughed at what he sent me. Laughed at it. Like, what is he going to do with this? What phone? Uh, take this little punk ass little money and go fill up your gas tank. Fill up, <laughs> take this money and go fill up, bro. It filled up my gas tank. And that's it. Oh. And then after that, after that, you feel me? Like, I ain't gonna lie, like, you know what I'm saying? Cause me and my brother, me and my brother got two different uh biological dads. So I remember being 20, I was 20 years old, 20, 21 years old, getting ready to turn 21. And both me and my brother, I was living with my brother at the time. And we sat there, we sitting there chilling drinking or whatever, and he goes, hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? Have you ever wondered why you tick the way you tick, the differences between us? And I'm like, yeah, I have, but I ain't never put too much thought into it. He says, so I'm going to reach out to my biological father because obviously he's my other half. You should reach out to yours. So I say, bet that. So I reach out, bro. And in that moment, even in that moment, when I reached out, when I when I went to look for him, bro, I remember, I don't know this man's, I don't know his last name. All I know is his first name. I don't know, I don't have a number for him. I don't have no contact information, bro. And it took me five minutes to find out everything. Yeah. All I did was pull up Facebook. And it, and, I, and it realized to me, like, I, I realized in that moment, I said, yo, like, it's crazy. It took me five minutes. And I not only did I get in contact with him, but I get in contact with him, his mama, my little brother, uh, uh, aunt, cousins, uh, that whole side of the family, five minutes on Facebook. And all I did was type in one name. And I realized right there, I said, if he really wanted to talk to me, because he swear up and down he wanted to talk to me. If he really wanted to talk to me, I have a very unique name. 
I have a very unique name. I'm a, I'm the one of one. If you type my whole name in Google, I am one of one. You type my name in Facebook, one of one. When you when you went to look up my Facebook, uh, like what happened? Soon as you said J O C K A, pop up. Yeah. You feel me? So I'm one on one. So it's it's that easy for me. But with with, with that, because you like when you asked his question, you asked your question um to to SB. You said how did that transition into becoming a father? The one thing that man has taught me, and I and I will not. I cannot take that from him, from my biological part. He taught me what not to be. Exactly, exactly. He taught me everything that I went through, I made sure my son would not. You feel me? Like, he always going to know, no matter what, whether he living with me or not, if he going to live with his mama or whatever, I, I don't care. He always going to know that I'm there for him. If I, if I need to get on a plane and fly across the country just to see him, I'm going to do it. If I got to get in the car, drive a few hours to see him, I'm going to do it. And he'll never have to. He'll never have to worry about like, oh, he should call me. He should call, like eventually, you know. what I'm saying when our relationship, went, if 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 he does end up going to live with his mama, uh, and we are separated, we'll, our relationship will be like, damn, bro, I ain't heard from you. You know, what I'm saying you ain't called me, whatever, whatever, because it's it's gonna be like we call each other so often. It's gonna be like, all right, bro, now it's your turn, bro. I'd have called you six times, bro. You always busy. Call me when you're free. You know what I'm saying? Because you know when, he, especially when he becomes a teenager and he gets active like that, but. Like what he said, man, it, it taught me what not to be. I ain't gonna lie, a lot of people don't realize, like, and I don't think my dad realized when it happened. So, like, he was locked up a lot, but him, he was still there. I'm not gonna say he wasn't. I'm not gonna sit here and act like when he had the chance, he didn't come or he didn't call me or blah, blah, blah. He was there. Financially, he probably wasn't there, but at the same time, it showed me that. Everything that I wanted in the dad, I'm gonna give my son. Mm-hmm. So that, oh, you got a basketball game. I'm gonna make sure I can make it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even if I gotta show up to work early, I'm gonna get off and I'm gonna make sure I can make it. Hey. I gotta go back to work after the game. Cool, but I'm gonna make sure I'm there for you. So, exactly. Hey, nigga, you people don't realize. No, nah, go ahead, finish, bro. I'll hit it up after you. People don't realize that, like. When you, when a, a man, a boy has that father figure, it changes him. It's a different type of love. Like, motherly love is, is love. But having that, that father figure there, having that person that's going to push you that extra mile, having that person that's going to tell you when you mess up, teach you how to do certain things, you need that. A boy needs that. Yep. Absolutely. It's facts. Because one thing a lot of a lot of boys struggle with, and they don't realize until they get by our age, emotions. Yes. Yes. Emotions, because yep. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm 27 years old, and I still struggle with stuff like that. You feel me? Like, like SB, I told you, I, I think I told you when I found out my pops passed away. You feel me? That was the first time I cried, and I want to say like 12 years. Yeah, I, I, I just can't like I bottled up so much in my life that like it became crying is not an option for me. But I don't want to, I don't want to put that same thing on my son. So I let I let, bro cry it out, bro cry it out. If you if you need to cry, let it out. But understand at the end of the day, crying is gonna make you feel better in that moment, but it's not gonna fix the situation. So then once you get that cry out and you feel better emotionally, okay, let's put our heads together and figure out what's what's the the main reason behind the cry. Let's figure out what's what's the issue. Yeah, and you know what's crazy though, I feel like so 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 this is the thing, right? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm just touch on this shit. And then I'm gonna I'm I'm get on that that last point you just made. My father, 
I looked at the paper. My mother told me this shit. I, I found the paper and I looked at it. My father gave a total of $1.78 in child support over my 18 years of life before I hit 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Out of that time, his, his way of showing that he loved me was when I was sick and I had like some kind of flu, I believe. He bought me a cup of chicken noodle soup and a pair of big-ass coogee pants. Couldn't wear them. This is back when Coogee was his style, boy. Yeah. You're growing for Hey, that, that's that's exactly what the mindset was. Then one time, I'm telling you everything I remember because I remember. And it's a bad thing when you can remember how many things your father's done for you. Absolutely. He bought me a yeah. pair of white horses. Low top. Everybody wanted them in high school. Y'all niggas know that. Cocainas. My grandma and grandpa bought them for me. His mom and dad. They bought them for me. They gave him the money to go get it for me. And he gave them to me. Yeah, like I ain't know that shit. I'm smart, nigga. The last point is my birthday came around. And, and, and again, bro, like I ain't saying none of this shit to make nobody feel like I'm unappreciated because at the end of the day, he was my father. I felt like he owed me that shit because he ain't did shit else. So he owed me that shit. He bought me. Even that. Like, the nigga bought me some fucking blue Nikes from fucking Marshalls. And I know he got them from Marshalls. He had them boxed up nice and shit. Took the tags off all that shit. I knew it was from Marshalls because I seen them same fucking shoes the day before. My mom would go to Marshalls, TJ Maxx, and Ross on a daily basis if you let them when I was younger, nigga. Walk around the bitches safely. Hey, the Marshalls hey. be hitting they, they do. They do. But my, but my, but see, my man's came in talking about like, oh yeah, I got you the birthday gift. Like he hyping that shit up, nigga. And I'm thinking like, oh yeah, I'm finna get some shit. But the problem is. Again, I'm too smart. If I seen these same shoes on the rack and it was $39, $39.99 in Marshalls, and nigga, y'all know them $39.99, them, them $39.99 stickers stick. That motherfucker stick when you see them. But when I seen that motherfucker, that bitch was on clearance, my nigga. He got them bitches for $22. Like, and I went back the same day because, like, I think my mom actually went back, but I, I just went to that aisle and looked for those shoes in the area that I knew he was gonna shop in, and them bitches was $22. $21.99, my nigga. Like, that, that tells you enough about how much I feel for him. And like, I tell people all the time, bro, niggas don't understand, bro. My biggest role model was a nigga who, who, who got me in my, my, what, my 10th grade year in high school. He had three years to show me the best man he could be. He didn't even know he was showing me who the fuck he was. That's about what? And the hey, nigga- what? The nigga, the nigga that I'm talking about is Benjamin Polite, bro. A lot of people don't even know who the fuck Benjamin Polite is. Benjamin, Benjamin Polite will always have a special place in my heart. Believe it or not, I don't care what nobody say. That that man, that grown-ass man was an opera singer. He was a father of, what, three or four girls? And on top of it, bro, he had his own shit going on outside of being a fucking school teacher, outside of being a fucking uh, choir director. Man, go to church every Sunday. I, I didn't even go to church every Sunday, bro. And, I, and to this day, I still don't. But that man made me rethink a lot of shit. I didn't want to sing in front of people. I got a talent for singing. Niggas don't know. I got I got a drive to want to be a fucking actor at some point. Niggas don't even know. But I, I I confided a lot of shit in him. And out of all the years that I've been with him, three years in high school and leading up past that, I still think about everything that man said to me. That man taught me so many fucking life lessons. He saw me with certain females in school and told me to keep my dick out of. He saw me with certain bitches in school and said, don't mess with her. He saw me hanging around certain people. Don't hang around them. And every time mm-hmm. he said something, nigga, he didn't never have to say that shit twice. He said it right. once, and I moved. 
But that was the man that I respected. That was the man I looked up to. That was my father figure. He was not my father. I never been to his house. I never got to sit down and talk to his daughters. I may have seen his daughter like two or three times when he brought him to the school. But he was a father to me, bro. You know what I mean? And when I tell people I, I respect a man more for his words as opposed to what he physically does for somebody, because them $29, them $100 you don't spend, them $22 that you spent on the goddamn city trains up the street on MLK to get them cool Japan that I come well, that two ninety, dollars ninety-nine cent or $0.99 cent you spent on that fucking can of chicken noodle soup, that ain't mean nothing to me. You showing up to that hospital when I was on, damn near on my deathbed, when I had to get surgery for a fucking, a fucking tumor or a cyst or whatever I, I had going on in my head, when my head swelled up, nigga, you came because I was damn near gone. You ain't come because you wanted to see me. You see what I'm saying? So when a lot of people like tell me, like I had a father in my a father in my life, or I didn't have a father in my life, nigga, respect who the fuck you got because you need to listen to what these words these folks saying to you. Because a lot of y'all got father figures who want to be fathers and try to make up for that shit. But I had a nigga who didn't give a fuck. I had a nigga who really didn't give a fuck. And to this day, like this nigga still trying to he's trying to pat shit up through my kids, and I don't like that shit. Don't pat shit up through my kids, and niggas got to understand that shit, bro. It's too many fathers out here doing their job. And for the mothers, bro, this is this is this is a, an announcement to any mother who has a father who's actively trying to be in his, be in his child's life, girl or boy. Stop, stop making it hard for that man to be in that child's life because you're gonna make that child you're gonna make that child resent that father for the wrong reasons. And I promise you, it is not worth it because in the long run, these kids out here that's going to jail for killing motherfuckers, these motherfuckers that's go in, in fucking trials right now for murder. But robbery and all kind of other shit. This stems from a childhood of shit like this, bro. It's a cycle, bro. Like you got you got niggas like me who actually wanted to have a father figure. You got niggas like Jock who actually found a father figure and got one. You got niggas like Mike who actually relived and got another father figure back in the father figure that he was supposed to have in the beginning. But you got niggas like me who ain't got one and had to go discover one somewhere else. It's too and many of us. One thing I hate is watching somebody like disrespecting. First of all, disrespecting your parents is not. It's not out. Like it's out. But if you so got both right. your parents and you you treating them like shit, like you just ungrateful, don't do that, bro. Yeah. You know what? Because we got people out here that 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 wish they had both their parents. That you know wish what? they had a two person, a two parent exactly. household. Because it's right. like you when you grow up and you see people. Look, I'm gonna tell y'all now, and y'all both know I play all sports: baseball, mm-hmm. basketball. Football, whatever it was, I'm playing. Fast. And so uh, sometimes you're not going. I'm not going to have my mom at the game because she got work late. But to have that two person household, you got both your parents at the game, or you got one of your parents at the game, and you you acting like ungrateful, like don't don't do that, bro. Because there's people that they could have lost their parents and don't have their parents, and they they wish they in the shoes that you went, and you been ungrateful. Exactly. Right. Not like, bro. See, see what kills me is is the people out here. That got the two parent household, but act like they don't. Yeah, boy. Hey, oh. talk to him. Talk to him, nigga. Hey, 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 struggle, hey, buddy. Hey, run that back. Hey, run that back. Yeah. Yeah, back. Hey, run that back one time. Come on, Quavo. <laughs> but act like they don't. It's not fuck my father, man. That man, that bro, that man at work. What you mean, fuck your father? That's that it. man is providing for you, man. Fuck my mother. What you mean? She's in that house. Looking at them dinner for you. Hey, you? hey, you know what? Right. Hey, speaking on mothers, right? Let me let me say something. Let me say something that's that's gonna be uh gonna hit somebody, right? There are mothers that do everything in their fucking power to take care of their fucking kids. Both of my children's mother do that, all right? 
I don't give a fuck what kind of history we had. I don't give a fuck what kind of past we had between us two. They both bust their ass to do whatever they got to do for their kids, right? Absolutely. You got mothers out there who don't do a lick of shit. A lick of shit. But for some reason, we're not allowed to talk about that shit. Yeah, because it's crazy. Oh, before y'all go further, because I wanted to hit on that that, when you said stop making it hard. Bro, if you got a man that's really trying to take care of his kid and he really trying to be there, help that man be there, man. Exactly. Help that nigga be there. He said that that, that child is going to resent their father for no reason, for the wrong reason. Exactly. Oh, my father was dead. And the reality, your father he was trying. Dead. He was trying to see, but with situations like that, it gets I to said, a point, that and I understand it, it gets to a point where a father be like, shit, I've been trying for five years. It's not getting easier. I tried and for and it didn't get easier. Now when I stop, I'm wrong. Come on, bro. Exactly. And see, let me tell you, and, and this, this is the point I was going to make, right? So you got mothers out there who really want to do for their kids. You got mm-hmm. mothers out there who ain't dead for their kids, but they're going to come around. You got to give them time. They're going to come around. Everybody always come around, especially yeah. a fucking mother. Then you got those yeah. mothers who, man, it, the worst thing I feel like a mother can do, and again, this is coming out of a man's mouth. Don't kill me over this shit. The worst thing a mother can fucking do is keep her kids away from the fucking father when the father's trying to be active. Hey. See, way, way too many times I've seen mothers say, I've been doing the mother and dad role. You ain't got to come back in. The nigga trying to change up. I know five years ago when the kid was first born, he wasn't there. But get that nigga an opportunity to do what the fuck he got to do. Because that man grew the fuck up. Exactly, man. Let that man grow the fuck up. Like, stop sheltering these niggas and stop letting these niggas walk out of these kids' lives and not allow them to come back boy, in when they're trying to fix that shit. You're gonna get hot in here, boy. <laughs> hey, it's, it's, it's too here, many bro. niggas out here, bro, and I'm telling you, these females rather have a nigga come in and play stepfather and abuse these fucking kids than let the real father come back in and be in these kids' lives. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, bro, you cannot keep doing that shit. And the other, the real, that's the crux of the fucking problem. But the real issue is let these niggas come back. And I'm saying niggas because niggas is the right term to use right now. Because them niggas was niggas two weeks ago. But now today, today on January 26th, that motherfucker wants to be somebody. That nigga wants to be somebody. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, in that situation like that, let him, let him be. You feel me? Because his true colors are going to, going to show regardless. So if he changed, if he changed and he wants to be that, you know, he wants to be that change. He's gonna show that change. You feel me? He's gonna show he's gonna be that actual father. But if he ain't, if he don't change, it's gonna be repetitive. So what he's gonna do is he's gonna pop up. He's gonna be like, Yeah, I changed, blah, blah, blah. Then he will he if he if he don't want nothing to do with him, he's gonna walk away. Then then when the when the child when the child resents the father, it's not based on the mother. It don't fall on the mother's shoulders. It, it falls on the father's shoulders because the nigga walked away. No. Compared to you know what I'm saying? I don't want it to be my son my son will not have to call me uh he will not call me in and what is he? He four he did not call me in fourteen years to talk about son. Why wasn't you there? Shit me. I was. That first four years, I raised you. Going into year five, I raised you. Up until eighteen, I raised you. I, I taught you to be the man you were supposed to be. And uh, people gotta realize, bro, being there don't always just mean physical presence. 
being that means I'm here for you when you emotionally down, it's, when you physically down. It's everything, bro. You feel like you ain't got nobody to talk to? I want my son to come to me. I feel like you ain't got nobody to talk to. Absolutely. All right. so what, I, what I'm trying to teach my son, what I'm trying to teach my son is right now, there's a difference. You know, you know what I'm saying? Right now, understand, I'm your daddy. I am your daddy, and I'm going to raise you as such. You got a lot to learn right now. But when he starts stepping into that realm of that, that 13, 14, and 15 year old, oh, bro, we, I am, I'm still your daddy, but I'm, I'm your best friend too. Like, come, come to me. I don't, we not little friends right now. We got, we got to establish that relationship. We're not little friends right now. But later on, when you, hey, come to me. I teach him that now. Like, even, even now, you've seen it. Y'all both seen it. Where Cam will just be like, he'll just sit back and he'll just look. Bro, what's wrong, bro? And he'll look at me, and I'm like, what's wrong? Hey. The best thing you can do is tell me right there. Exactly, nigga. Exactly. Hey, look, you know what? Hey, I see everybody's comments in the uh, in the chat, man. I promise y'all, we, I'm going to read them in a second. Uh, we got to hit a couple segments, and I'm going to definitely come back and see our comments. We're going to read over everything, man. So just keep talking it up, man. I appreciate the engagement, first of all, man. And, and that's Absolutely. first and foremost, always. Uh, but we're going to jump into some topics real quick. We're going to get into some controversial shit. Feel free to commentary, and at the end, we're going to have a time where we're going to actually get in, get more engaged with the chat, uh, just so y'all know, and we'll be uh, talking back and forth with y'all, just answering some questions, uh, giving feedback off y'all comments and everything, man, so just be patient with us. I promise y'all we're going to look at it and get to it, I promise. All right, so look, this is one of the issues I want to press, right, because I'm glad we're talking about this shit, and I feel like I could have transitioned to this shit a lot smoother, but I want to talk about it, and I want to make it obvious what we're talking about. Can a, mother, can, can a mother raise a boy to be a man? All right, look, check this out, right? Let's talk about it. So this is a topic that's been talked about and trended for years, right? Everybody talks about it. Everybody has their own ways of thinking about it, right? But I'm here to tell you, a mother can raise a man. But there's stipulations. There's always a stipulation. There's always a There's always a stipulation. That's why I said it's a stipulation. So hear me out. And I want you to hear me very clear when I say this shit to everybody, right? A mother can raise a man. But a mother is going to raise a man to be the man that she feels like she desires for herself. Meaning she's going to groom that man to be the man that she feels like in another woman's eye would be the ideal man for a woman. Okay? Run that back. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? A mother is going to raise that boy. She's going to teach him manners. She's going to teach him how to be polite. She's going to teach him how to be respectful. She's going to teach him how to talk to people. She's going to teach him specifically how to talk to women. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, of course. My pleasure. She's going to teach him all the right things, right? Mm-hmm. And she's going to teach him all the delicate ways to touch a woman, even without physically telling him. She's going to tell mm-hmm. him all the delicate ways to talk to a woman, even without telling him. But the one thing she ain't going to tell, them, tell that little boy is that he has a harder life to live outside of the physicality of a woman's body. When I say that, I mean... A man has to deal with so many things that he doesn't even know he's going to have to deal with. Because whether there's a man around or not, there's always going to be another boy that had a man in his life to tell him to stop crying. That had a man in his life to tell him to stop showing your emotion. That had another Mm -hmm. man in his life to tell him, don't worry about it. Stop showing your emotions. Stop telling people how you feel. It's not up to you to tell people that. It's not up, up for you to tell people this. It's up for you to do what you need to do and shut the fuck up. And I'm here to tell you that is the wrong way. So when I say that when I say that women raise 
these boys to be men in their way, in their shadow, in their light of eye. I mean that exactly how I explained it. And this is how you can this is how you can fix it, right? So when you when you teach that little boy those mannerisms, when you teach that little boy how to fix himself, how to be a be the right man for a woman, you also got to tell him that no matter what, he has to make a decision at the end of the day for himself that's going to benefit his family, that's going to benefit his lifestyle. Because I'm guilty. My mother taught me everything she possibly could. She taught me finances that I still fuck up on just like anybody else. She taught me about how to fucking get my uh, turn my house into a home, which I still fuck up with because should be told that ain't a man's job. A woman's ten times better at making a house a home. I'm here to tell you that shit. Ten times better. We can do it, but it ain't us. This generation is so bad, bro, that we've gotten away from that. Exactly. We we have we have because both of y'all have been to my house and I've made this motherfucker a home. Right. And that, that's the problem. That's the problem because they they think we can't. We can, but it's not for us. And that's the problem. So here's, here's here's what it is. Is because like I said, my step my step uh, pops my pops and and my mom split long time ago, long long time ago. So I was in the house single parent household with my mama. Great values. And if she's in here, I thank you, mama. If she's in the chat uh, and listening to us, I thank you for this. Uh, thing she taught me. She taught me how to cook, how to clean. How to make uh? uh how to she make talk, but my mama made me learn how to clean. <laughs> it went up there teeth. More of it, more of it. She made, you, made you learn, regardless of how you look at it. You know what I'm saying? Because of her, you got that in you. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. My mama, she taught me the basics. This is how you gonna cook. This is how you gonna clean. And this is how you gonna make a a house a home. You know what? I ask, ask me what I need a woman for. Go ahead, ask me. I'll wait. Hey, hey, uh, hey, senior job. Ah, uh, 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 I'm about to ask him. Hey, Senor Jock, uh, what did you need a woman for, my friend? <laughs> to bust that El Neto. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but it, it's more than that. It's more than that. I mean, we, hey, I do. Gonna hurt some people that chat, Hey, but no, nah, not nah, for real. Like, you, you you do need a woman. We do need women for the, the, you know, we want that emotion. We want that, you know, we always want that significant other we can confide in. But, SB, how long you know me now? We going on with in the 10 years, 10 years, 10 years, 10 years, 10 years, 10 years, 10 years bro. In the 10 years you've known me, look, look at the growth I've had. Yeah. So over the past five years, the situations that I went through, who, who ain't bounced back strong? Hey, you folks don't know that, boy. Hey, <laughs> you folks don't know that. Hey, hey, let me let me tell y'all something, man. Just to give y'all some feedback, so. I just met Mike recently, so I can't speak on a lot of history between me and him. But one thing I can say about my boy Jock, right? Me and Jock went through some similar shit at the sim at the same time. Same time. And one way another. Hey, when I tell you, I was at this man's house damn near tears. I was at this man's house smoking a black mile a day. And I was smoking about three three to five a day by my damn self, okay? Bruh, I get off work. Hey, if y'all don't know, I get off work. Bruh, I call bruh instantly. And either we'll be outside my house or outside his house, and we'll have. And this is where we was dangerous, bro. We would hey. sit there with a cup, and that motherfucker would have crown and henny in it. Hey, boy, hey, they don't know. <laughs> hey, we'll have either a black and mild or a cigar, and we'll sit out that motherfucker for hours, drinking, smoking, talking our problems. We watched each other go through the ring, bro. We we seen each other. Go to hell and rise through the ashes and come right back. Mm -hmm. Hey, 
I ain't got to give y'all the, the real details on what, what's what going on. Know. A lot of people don't have that, though. Hey, I'm trying to tell you. That's exactly what I'm about to touch on. Like, believe it or not, me and Jock laugh about the shit now, man. But at the time, we both went through some shit that could that could have borderline sunk us. Like, like no bullshit. Yeah. And, and 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 this is this is part of this is still on topic with the can a, can a woman uh you know breed a man basically right. or train a man or train a boy to be a man because at the end of the day we didn't know how to take like get in contact with our emotions the right way we didn't know how to be vulnerable to a situation other than to each other because we could be vulnerable to each other but at the end of the day what did that help between me and him because we couldn't be vulnerable to the two people that we had to be vulnerable to because they wouldn't allow it or at the time of there was no way to be. You see what I'm saying? Because there wasn't an open, there wasn't an open door for it. So when when we got in that situation, we had each other. And that's when that's when that connection got a lot stronger. And what what people have to understand is a woman can teach you so many things. She can teach you so many right things. And she can teach you how to be a man 99%. But that one percent, that one percent is always that small thing that nobody ever thinks about. And that's about emotion. Because whether there's a father or a mother, there's always somebody. And I'm telling you, there's always there's always gonna be somebody. I wanted to hit on that topic, bro. I I get what you're saying, but I don't think it's right now. I'm I'm gonna say a woman could probably raise a man and it's gonna probably be like sixty forty. And the reason I say that the reason I say that, one, like I said earlier, emotion. We coming from like younger to older, honestly, not one man could tell me, honestly, truly, that they knew growing up how to deal with their emotions and they grew up without a man. Okay. Because when you grow up and you actually an adult and you going through shit, it's hard. It's hard as shit. It's just like that. It's hard. Because hey, it's, it's so many things. Real quick, hey, not to cut you off. Hey, uh, ladies, I don't want y'all to feel like when he's saying, it's hard. It's anything compared to what you guys go through. Because let's be nah. real, we we all know that fe- females, women in general, go through some some very tough and traumatic shit, and that that's right. anything to do with their body, anything to do mentally. But it's some other shit that men don't talk about that we actually go through that actually affect us too. But I'm gonna let my man Mike talk. He's talking this shit right now. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and hit on that. So a lot of a lot of people feel like women go through a lot more, and men don't go through shit. Y'all gotta realize when we grow up, we're told you a boy, stop crying. We learned to bottle it. So you bottle it. You learn and now when we grow up, you grow up and you get in a relationship, you can't talk to your spouse because it's like I wanna never talk that. You 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 learned over the twenty plus years of your living, you learned <laughs> bottle it, so it's hard to step out of your norm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So when I say a woman can't raise a man, I'm not saying that a woman can't raise a child to become an adult and a successful adult. I'm never saying that. D-Wade is a, a proud factor. Single-parent household, where he at? He's successful. But we all go through things in life that change us. We all go through things in life that mold us. And I feel like having a father there or having that, that father aspect would have helped a lot more if that father was there. But then you gotta think about if the father didn't have his father, but that he was there for you, well now y'all both fucked up because he don't know how to deal with his emotions. He still trying to learn that too. See, I feel, I feel like 
I feel like I didn't become a man. I feel like I didn't become a man, bro, until I was 22. And that's real shit because that's when my son was born. Oh, so that's when you had Cam. When Cam was born, I was 22. I don't feel like I became a man until I had my son. And the reason I say that is because before I got married, everybody should know I'm married. But before I got married, bro, I was on some shit. Like, I was on my own shit. And I went through my father passing on my own. I didn't talk to nobody. I ain't, and and the issue with it was I went in a dark spot. I was drinking, smoking. I'm showing up to work late, not caring. Like, I'm at this point, I'm just like, fuck it. Like, whatever happens, happens. But what people don't realize is as a man, we don't learn how to grow up until we at least 20, 20, 20 but 2020 and 25. That's when we start learning, all right, we need to do this, we need to do that. But before we you grow up with a with just your mother just a mother, we learn how to cook, we learn how to clean, we learn all the delicate mm-hmm. shit, but we don't learn the whole oh, you don't have to do this or you don't have to do that. Like far as like protecting my siblings, all I knew was I'm the oldest, we're gonna get it cracking whenever it's possible. What's up? Absolutely. I didn't learn the smart aspect of that until I got older and I was like, Well shit. I don't gotta get mad about it. I could just do this. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna give y'all a different perspective, right? So, y'all, y'all heard my question. Before, before you drop that perspective, to uh, to to complete that question, can a woman raise a man? I'm not gonna say she can. I'm not gonna say she can't. What I'm gonna say is, she shouldn't. She shouldn't have to. Yeah. That she part, shouldn't have to. That part. That part. I'm gonna tell you right now. This is what, and this is something that. First of all, shout out my mom and my daddy, Tanya and, and Rob. But something that my pops taught me early on was that if you're a man and you got responsibilities, take care of mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Why do you have somebody to take care of your responsibilities? That's true. Take care. So let me get your perspective, right? Uh-huh. Y'all said y'all y'all when y'all became man. I'm going to tell y'all when I became man. It wasn't when I had my first kid. It wasn't when I had my second kid. It was recently. And oh, the reason I'm saying it is because I, I had to I had to develop a, a mature mindset recently. So the last couple of days, I, I've been going through my own personal shit just as anybody else. It, I don't know if it's like mm-hmm. super rough, but you know what I'm saying? It, it's just everybody goes through this shit where they finally get to a point where they're like, let me get my shit together. You know what I mean? Let me yeah. figure out my life. Let me figure out who the fuck I am, right? So I, I figured out I was I was a grown ass man about four weeks ago. Oh, okay. Talk and I realized something a little different. I have a son. I have a daughter. My son is about to be six next year. My daughter's gonna be two next year. I'm about to be twenty six this year. Twenty six. I'm about to be twenty six. All right. Mike just said, Mike just said, between the age of 20 and 25, you're going to figure out if you're a man. And honestly, I think some people don't become men until they're fucking 30. It, Again, okay. perspective. Hey, but if you got to happen like that, it happened like that, and that goes back to where upbringing. Uh, SB, SB was like, yo, if that man want to, if he changed and he want to be there, if it takes a he 30, and he say, you know what? I need to sit down and take care of my kids. Don't hold that from him. Yep. It's not fair. It's yep. not fair to the 
now now it comes it comes to us as men, right? You know what I'm saying? Because we didn't we didn't wait till we was 30 to step into our kids' life. We see huh. our kids was born at the same time. If we see one of our peers. Yeah. Not doing what he's supposed to do. We got to step in his men as well and be and like, that, and that's what people don't realize. I wish, wish SB would have would have skated on Joe. You know how quick when I that that Atlanta trip when I went to see him. You know how quick me and him would have had a knuckle up. Uh uh-uh. uh We got to throw hands first, bro, because you got a uh, whole people don't realize, First, people don't realize. And both three said the real shit. He said that his partner his partner had a kid, but he want to take care of him. And when he told him, he was mad, right? He told him he got mad. People don't realize that when you got the right people in your life, and I'm not saying that look at all your homeboys and reevaluate them, but reevaluate them. Because if you got the right ones in your life, I'm going to tell you, yo, you ain't doing what, what you're you doing. See, why see, your son it, saying it, him shoes? It, what's that? What's that old saying? It take a village to uh, it take a village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all, oh, y'all, y'all got the children. I'm the village. You feel me? I'm going, um. Hey, I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna help you every step of the way, but I'm also I'm not gonna do it for you. I will, I will not raise your son for you. And I'm not gonna let you slide. Yeah. But I'm not gonna let you slide. You feel me? Like I, I got you. Hey, so check this like, out, right? You know. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now. If you don't call me, and, or or when I meet your kids, ask me. If any young kids call me and be like, "Yo, you, you met his son." Yeah, you met Joe, I think. Yeah, you, you, you met his son. Oh, I did, I did, I did. You met Joe. If they call me and be like, "I need this," I'm gonna call y'all instantly. I'm gonna get it, but I'm gonna, yo. Why, like, why he saying what he needs? Yeah. So, so, see, my thing is like, like when Joe, when Joe come over here, anytime Joe don't come over here, I don't know, I don't know how often he talks to uh, SB. I, you know, I don't. But I tell you what, SB can attest to this. Anytime Joe steps foot in this motherfucking house, oh, the man. first person I call is SB. And what I say to you, I don't know how, I don't know when the last time you talked to your son was, but boom, and then he'll. Oh shit! I talk to him every day. He, or, or the last time he was here, he said, uh, he texted me and said, "Yo, is, is 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 Joe is Joe acting up?" I was like, "No, nah, what you talking about, bro? Every time Joe come over here, Joe Joe smooth." He said, "Nah, you know what I'm saying? I been Joe ain't liking me right now. I been getting on him all week." That's what I like. To, I like to hear that. Where you in Atlanta? Your son yeah. is in Virginia, and you been getting on him all week for acting up. Yeah, yeah. I love it. love mm-hmm. to see it. Gotta be like love that. To see it. What, hey, I so. seeing, what I hate seeing is. Like a uh, a father have kids, and then he, cause and, and y'all know y'all, huh, everybody know this. It's always gonna be a father that had kids, and he out here saying what the what the baby mother not doing, but he not saying what the fuck he not doing. Well, he not yeah, but that's vice versa. When you, when you have yeah, and when you have kids, and this goes for the baby mama too. So SB, when they coming in right now. They need to go ahead and comment what the fuck they ain't doing too. <laughs> if you a baby mama or a baby father, and you out here talking shit about your other hand, and you not doing what you need to do, stop. See, and and the crazy thing is, I've never uh, liked, I've I've never liked the term baby mother and baby father. I, I've hated that term. You feel me? Because Justice, you're not a baby father. Mike, you're not a baby father. You're not a baby father. If your father, first of all, she, if she call, if she walked down here and called me baby father right now, I might, y'all, y'all might witness a murder. You know, <laughs> when, me, when me and my son, when me and my son and mom were together, yeah, I, when me and my son and mom was together, she was like, "Yeah, that's my baby daddy." I said, "I'm your who? Yo, what? Because I could have sworn I'm up every morning." Hey, yeah, so, child's father, boy. Hey. 
Um, well, don't, don't put, put some respect on my name. I'm that nigga daddy. Hey, so look, look, let me let me put y'all on this right. So let me, let me let me get back to happy, I'm gonna get back go to ahead, the point bro. right here. So I, I said uh, I, four weeks ago I figured out uh, I was a grown man, right? This, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. This is why I made a drive to Virginia, came back home, and the first thing I fucking realized was this nigga got big, nigga. <laughs> my son got big, and like it's a laughing matter to a lot of niggas. But my son got big. And I thought to myself, man, when I was 12 years old, boy, I eat like damn meals. Then I thought about my daughter and I was like, my daughter's going to be tall. Mm-hmm. My son's not going to be in sports. And I, I'm pinpointing this shit now. My son's not going to be in sports. My daughter is. My daughter is more like me than my son is. My son is more playful and smart. She's more artistic. My daughter's more aggressive. She's shy, but she likes to run. Hey, the point- hey, don't don't sleep on Joe, bro. Because when he come over here, he come every time he's came to this house, he brings his tablet. Hey, oh, I know, Let I know. But he do not touch that tablet because he get over here. I take them, I take them kids outside. He love playing that football, bro. He love first playing. Off, that football. I know. No, first off, let me tell you something. You said you ate seven meals when you was twelve, and we probably all did. Hey, Joe was over there. Joe was beating down food, man. <laughs> like, hey, hey, so Joe ate like two bags of popcorn. I said, "Damn!" Hey, hey, that boy Joe man handled every snack that was in front of him. He, oh, cool. And you know Joe got that deep voice. Oh, cool job. I'll get some more. <laughs> you get whatever you want. Like that, nigga. Nigga, these shit You pay the bills. Hey, Joe, my dude, bro. Hey, real go, shit. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Hey, bro. so, keep, keep. so this this is what I really realized, right? So me and Jasmine had like a little altercation, right? And uh, mm-hmm. not not nothing too crazy, because you know I had to make a promise because I, I had a I have a temperament issue that I had to work on over the years, and my temperament kind of blows up. I become explosive like a volcano, and I start yelling. Bro, mm-hmm. like and uh, this this is where I I realized I was a man. This is the first time I had a conversation that we disagreed on. Not to get in the conversation, of course, ain't for the public, but we got into a conversation. Nah. We disagreed on it. And I felt my shit boiling, nigga. And some men we just said, bro, don't even do it. Just be quiet. That's broke. I got quiet. Let me tell you something. What's up? What you did, what you did was some was some real shit, bro. And the reason I say that is because I look at a lot of dudes and I ain't going to say they men. Because what we just said, you don't usually become a man until you at that age. Yeah, we all know really really But I look at a lot of dudes now, and when they go through relationships and they go through this shit, what they, they call it that toxic relationship type shit. That Facebook, social media shit, that's not where you put the relationship at. Exactly. I love I don't give a fuck what you going through. Do not put your shit on them. Yep. Hello. That shit is not for everybody. That's true. I don't care if y'all in the house and she beats your ass. That shit is not for everybody. You call the police? Cool. Call the police. But social media don't even know you did that. Yep. See? Social my media homeboy, don't even know. My homeboy just did that the other know. day. My homeboy just did that the other day. But it, in his defense, in his defense, it wasn't like he went to Facebook. You feel me? It was it was his uh his baby mama did that shit. Went to Facebook first. She so he he went and started airing shit out on Facebook. 
But one thing no. he figured out. Can't do that. See, thing, that's part of my goal. He can't, I do that. That too. He, can, he, he can't do that. But here's the thing that I had to get on him about, though. Like, because I can't, I can't stop you from doing what you're going to do. This, no, no. Is I, this is what I got on his ass about. This nigga said, uh, he said, fine, you know what I'm saying? Because obviously their, their argument was about, about the child because they're not together. He was like, you know what, fine. I'm going to just be the guy that you keep trying to make me out to be. I'm going to be that guy. Uh, I ain't going to hit, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to do nothing for my son. I got on his ass real quick. I, I was the first nigga on that post. I said, even, if you don't mean, even if you don't mean it, nigga, you don't say that. I don't, I don't care. No, the fuck you not, bro. Because that, because you know what I'm saying? You my bro. I was there for you when your son was born. That's my nephew. You And I refuse to allow you to do that to him. Let me tell you something, bro. And and I don't even think she realizes. Again, shout out my mama. I love you to death, Tanya, if you watching. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you right now, bro. Growing up, my mama never called me Michael, Michael. It was always boy. Hey, boy. And it wasn't on, like, no... No disrespectful shit. It was just like that's upbringing. That's one day upbringing. she called me boy. One day she called me boy, and that shit was stuck. Since I've had my son, and since I, you, Josh, you know, bought a house. I bought care the truck. I bought me a car. Like I've been on shit. Yeah. She has not called me boy once. And I think it's cause like when we talk, bro. Like my mama and my pop. Like when I talk to them, bro. It's a different type of respect. Like, it's a different... It's not that, oh, he growing up no more. It's... He grew oh, he up. He going through shit. Oh, he yeah. Grew up. He doing what he needs to do. Because that, that's kind of the conversation I have. I don't care if I got to put this house up for auction, my son going to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If we got to go live at a hotel, my son going to be good. Because the last thing I'm going to do is have him grow up and say, my daddy won't know. Yeah. My daddy can't do it. Absolutely. Uh, like, my daddy, it's, he gonna, daddy can always do it. He always made a way. He always made a way. It's crazy because it's like, my mom, that's my dog now. Like, best friend. Prior to me, oh, oh, oh. shout out Mama Donna. I love you, baby. Shout out Mama <laughs> But that's my best friend, you feel me? She was like, like prior to me, prior to me, Especially those, those those last few teenage years, right before I left our house, oh, we was butting heads. Mm-hmm. We was butting. You feel me? I went off to college, doing stuff, getting in trouble, butting heads. I went yeah. to California. I had a son, and I went through what I went through. My mama was like, "Boom, I'm there though." Like I remember, I remember, I remember my mama calling me. Like, I call my mama every morning. When I went through what I went through, I would call her every morning. And every morning, uh, she'll say a prayer for me and all that good stuff. We'll sit on the phone, bro, for I'll go to work early. Early. Go to work early. And I'll sit, on, I sit outside work on the phone with my mama for an hour. And then she'll be like, what time you got to go in? I'll be like, I got to go in in the next 15 minutes. She'll be like, all right, take this next 15 minutes. Get yourself together. Clear your mind. And go have you a good day. Call me when you get off. And first person I called as soon as I got off was, my mom. Let me tell you something, bro. When my when my daddy passed, right? It's about three months after. I'm still I'm still in my dark like I'm in my dark mode. In your dark zone. I'm smoking. I'm doing all types of stupid shit. I'm at work one day, and I get a call. It's my mama. Now I'm not about to disclose what her, what she was going through, but my mom was going through something, and the the dude I was working with, 
knew my knew my daddy passed. And the words that came out of his mouth was, Your daddy passed, your mama gonna be next. I had to start off on. Y'all know well you know, y'all know like I know, when you're in a barge, there's not a lot of space. So I chased him to the back and I don't know what happened, but I black out. When I come back, everything in the storeroom is broke. I'm like, what happened? Oh, you swung this and broke all this trying to hit him. I talked to a chaplain. People really, like, if you're in the Navy and you downplaying chaplains, don't downplay him, bro. A chaplain pulled me out of my dark side, bro. Like, I talked to that man every single day. When, like, for four months straight, I talked to a chaplain every day. Every single day. Chaplain Schultz. If, if Chaplain Schultz, if you ever hear this, hey, I respect you, dog. Four months straight, bro. I talked to that man every single day. And one day, um, I'm out. I get drunk. And the same dude that said this, I see him in the club. We get into it. And I get back to my bedroom. It's 2.30 in Japan. And same time, it's probably like 5 in the morning. My mama's still asleep. I call my mama. Ma, this is this. She gets up out her sleep and talks to me for an hour and a half, bro. And she knows she got to go to work, but she talks to me for an hour and a half. And it goes back to that, can a woman raise a man? Yeah, I said, no, a woman can't raise a man, but at the same time, a man needs his mother in his life, too. Mm-hmm. So for the females watching this, don't just think that we saying that uh, a, a, a boy needs a father. Because he definitely need his mother. My mother's mother. Yeah, everything I go to, I call my mama first. Yep. So let, let me say this. So there, there's a big difference and in a, in a, a very obvious difference between a, a mother raising a son by herself versus a two-parent household or even a father raising a son by herself. Uh, and I can attest to it because I, I've been a, I've been kind of guilty of it, right? So a mother is so nurturing. Uh, so nurturing, nurturing. Nurturing. My apologies. Nurturing. That boy said nature. Yeah, I was thinking and talking at the same time. So nature versus nurture. I got you. Right, so, <laughs> so mother's nurturing, right? So a mother is is there to give you that 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 love and that attention and that 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 push, that drive, right? Mm-hmm. You know what a dad's there for? Your dad. Your dad's there to set the example. That's it. All right. Yeah. So let me explain, right? And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to explain it, and then I'm going to tell you what's wrong with it. Because it shouldn't just be about setting the example. My mother is going to, my mother, man, she she gave me love. She fed me when she was supposed to. She she made sure that every ball game was attended. She made sure that if I didn't have it, I had it. If I wanted to do something, even if I knew my mother really couldn't do it, I'd never put the pressure on like, Ma, I really want to do this, da 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 Like, I just said, hey, I understand. And at a very early age, if I knew my mother couldn't do it, I understood. Mm-hmm. A father is to set the standard, right? My father set the standard so low that my nuts wouldn't fucking drop until I was 30 if I relied on him. Okay? When another man is in the household or when a man is in the household, they teach you two things. They teach you how to be involved and, and, and be directly connected to your emotions. And then they teach you how to walk in faith of a man. And that does not mean religious. That means walk as a man. 
That means take your left foot, put it in front of the right, and take your right foot, put it in front of the left, and continue doing that motion until you get somewhere. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, what do I mean by that? There's a problem with fathers. Again, I'm guilty because I did it. A woman teaches the boy everything right. And sometimes a father teaches that son one thing wrong, and it, it, it causes a domino effect. The one thing that we teach our sons the wrong way is how to, is how to show emotion. Mm-hmm. I, I had a problem with telling my son not to cry, telling him to stop crying while I'm giving him an ass whoop because he did something wrong, telling my son not to cry because he's nervous or he doesn't feel right about something because it's not something I would do as an adult, telling my son that he's not allowed, so to speak, to be upset or be mad at me because I gave him some direction that he wasn't accepting of. I'm going to tell you, I'm a grown-ass man, and if a motherfucker come to me telling me to go clean my motherfucking room and he don't pay a goddamn bill in my house, I'm going to be mad too. You hear me? But I'm also going to tell you, if a motherfucker see me in the street randomly and tell me to pull up my pants because I tend to sag my pants from time to time, I'm going to look at that motherfucker sideways because who the fuck you think you're talking to? That's how these kids feel, bro. So piggyback on that? My so. All right, I told y'all, my, yeah. <laughs> my stepfather came in when I was 14, right? Yeah. So that first year, I think my mom was at work. I won a game. And my brother and sister was doing whatever they were doing. No, they was cleaning. Because he told them to clean up. They was cleaning. He walked in my room and was like, yo, stop. Like, you need to clean up. What? Not doing that. Who are you? Now that I think about it, I was completely wrong. But I didn't realize that how I didn't realize how much he was doing at that time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when I got older, he was telling me like, "Yo, I know we went through our rough shit, but like, I always knew me and you was gonna be good. We we good now, but at that time, I didn't know like." He was paying bills. He was taking care of shit. My mama didn't have it. He had it. When he didn't have it, my mama had it. So they was working so much as a team, and I was a divide. It was me. Like, real shit. Like, and he told me, he was like, um, they they was in a good relationship. They, they, they still in a good relationship. I'm not going not gonna to say they was. They still in. Uh, anniversary, I think, coming up July 17th, I want to say. But it was so bad, bro, and I wasn't, I was so blind to the fact that he was taking care of things, and I was so obnoxious about shit that I didn't realize at the time that I'm already not having that man in my life. I'm about to piss the one that's in my life up. Mm-hmm. Shout out Shout out to him for, for, he let you push, but he ain't go nowhere. Oh, hell no, he ain't go nowhere. He let, he let you, wait, wait, I, I see what he did. He let you beat beat your chest. He let you be like, I'm still the man in the house. And he just sat back calmly and was like, oh, okay. Nah, uh, it wasn't uh, calmly. I'm not, I'm not, not gonna lie, it wasn't calmly. I mean, in all honesty, if you look at it now, he's just like, oh, okay. Let me show oh, you yeah. this. Let me, let me show you. Let me, I'm, I'm going to let you beat your chest. I'm going to let you beat your chest. I'm going to let you feel like. I'm King Tutter here. He said, he said, oh, okay. And then what he do? He hit you with that one roar. Rawr. Oh. 
right. Yeah, it was like, right. like people gotta realize, like, and that goes back to our upbringing. It goes back to you know, one raise a man. If you have, if you have a man in your life, and it's not your biological father, and you pushing him away, don't do that. Cause I almost did. Like I was, it was so bad, bro. I was going to my mama saying shit, and it, I was only taking her the bad shit. That nigga could have bought us dinner that night, and I'd be like, yeah, he bought us dinner, but he ain't coming here till 11. I'm only taking her the bad shit. I don't care about the good shit he's doing. I'm just taking her the bad shit. So at the time, it's like, damn, like, why are you fighting against this relationship? You was and really being the whole ass. Yeah, he was giving that shit. Like, boy, what I was, bro. Once I don't know, one time, bro, we we sitting in the room watching a movie. It's me, my mama, and my and my pops. The other two was at school. We watching a movie, and just like a a regular man in a relationship, he gets a rubbing on my mom. I at the time, like now, if he rubbed my mom, I don't care. Y'all married, like I don't care. Stand up for business. They got no okay. goddamn. Yeah. Nigga, what the fuck you doing? Yeah. <laughs> All right, time for you to go to the other room. Hold up. <laughs> uh, at the time, I get to like, I get to like trying to like boss up. So I smack his hand away. Like, fuck, you all my mom. Bruh, I didn't realize like at the time, bro, he really spared the fuck out of me. He really spared the fuck out of me. Boy. Like, hey. not a lot of times y'all gonna hear me say a nigga could have put his hands on me and, and, I'm gonna always fight back, but he probably would have really like did damage. He really spared the fuck out of me, but he spared me, and I, I I always tell him I think he spared me because he knew that the shit was gonna work. He just had to give it time, and he, he gave it time. time. Mm-hmm. He did so, and that's what it goes to a lot of things like, um. So for for people that don't know that's watching, my pops was married before my mom. I think him being married first and then coming into it. It really helped him a lot on this marriage because it was like, I know what I was doing wrong. And I know what I was doing right. Mm-hmm. So it helped a lot. And then I don't know what helped him with the whole, like, she already got kids. But he really took us under wings, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, really took us under wings. He understood the assignment. He understood if he wanted her, she comes as a package. Bro, my graduation, bro, my dad was locked up. My grandmama told me she was going to come. And I, I, whatever came up, she couldn't make it. My my pop said, fuck it, and paid for my whole graduation dinner. Whoever showed up at the graduation dinner, he paid for it. See, my pops didn't come to graduation. He didn't come to my high school graduation. He didn't come. My pops didn't come to uh, when I graduated out of boot camp. But I told him, the both of those I told him not to because uh, high school graduation, I knew as soon as I got out of high school, I was on I was on a trip. Bro. We were senior beach week. I'm, I'm out. You ain't no reason for you to drive all the oh, way up here. Yeah. And I'm out of here. Uh, graduation for boot camp, I had already knew I was coming to Virginia for A school. I was like, don't even come. But that A, I t- a school graduation, I was like, shit, you can come if you want, man. I'll just take a, I could take a plane out there. But I looked into that stands. That man was standing there with his retirement shirt uh, hat on. He, uh, that's the last picture I actually took with my pup. A, uh, me and my dress whites, he had on his retired hat. And he sat there and he was like, yo. Like it was so dope because he he retired as a first class. He 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 damn uh it was so dope for one to watch officers, officers bow down to this man, like, yo, you did it, you did it. And then he said, they was like, yo, who you here for? And then he pointed at me. After I got all them awards, bruh say, they say, that's your son. Yup. All day, every day. Don't he look like me? 
No, we don't look like each other. Don't he look like me? Nope. Right. But that nigga, that nigga went out there and killed the game. Let me tell you something, bro. I graduated from boot camp, right? Yeah. And y'all know, D.C. to Chicago. Oh, That's a trip. That's a trip. Bro, my man drove my mama, my grandmama, and my sister 13 hours to come see me graduate. Absolutely. It's a big milestone. The first thing he told me when he came, when I came out, so I, y'all know how the graduation go. You come out of the group and y'all be on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I say, I think I got to go across the street to Chicago. I'm going to have to see y'all after we take the bus. He say, that's cool. I'm going to be at the gate waiting for you. What you mean? So, to me, I'm like, he's saying that shit, but he ain't going to really beat it. Bro, when I say he was there, bro, he's arguing with the fucking the security person at the gate. Like, yo, I'm standing here waiting for my son. I'm not going nowhere. Facts. Like, and what can you say to that? What can you say to that? Nothing. Hey, you know something? Hey, uh, just to be real with you, bro, like, I'm listening to y'all and shit, smiling and shit, bro. Nigga, I wish I had some of them fucking memories, nigga. Like, that's why I say, bro, y'all, it's people out there, bro, who really, like, take that shit for granted, bro. They do. Oh, no. I can literally just sit right here and listen to y'all all day just talking about the shit and, like, shed tears behind it. Just like, damn, bro, I'm, I'm feeling that experience with y'all because, like, that, that's some shit to feel. Nigga, I didn't have that. This what I had to learn. And I, I told y'all, y'all know I'm 24, so I'm still young. But I went through so young much ass. shit. Damn, I, I, I went thought he was older than me, look. <laughs> I went through so much shit that at 20, I'm, I learned, like, it's better to forgive and forget. Or for, no, it's better to forgive and not forget than just to be angry. Exactly. And I understand both of y'all situations where y'all like, I can't forgive my violence. I understand it. No, no, no. no. But, so, so I did end up forgiving him. I had to. I had to, bro. Forgiving him is what helped me cross that threshold. Exactly. Better. To being a better dad to my son, bro, because I, I don't want, like I said, bro, I didn't want, I don't want none of the stuff that I went through. I don't want my son to go through that. You know what I'm saying? Granted, I didn't have a hard life. I, I look back at my high school memories, my middle school memories, uh, college memories, bro. I had a ball, you feel me? But at the same time, I want my son to have that same ball plus more. Me being angry bro. at him, me being angry with him with a, with a, Held that anger in, bro. Like me, me finally forgiving him helped me realize something. This will help me realize when it comes to these kids. These kids are kids, bro. Kids are going to be kids, and I say kids only because you got a daughter, SB. Because, uh, but all of us got boys. You feel me? Kids are gonna be kids. There's stuff that I had to. I sat there and I used to watch my son do, bro. SB, I used to call you about this shit all the time. I watch my son do, and you'd be like, bro, how does that make sense? Like. It's not common sense, you feel me? I used to be so angry about it, but I had to learn kids are going to be kids. It's common sense to me because I learned it through trial and tribulation. He has to learn it. A lot of the stuff, bro, I bullshit you not. Cam barely get whoopings nowadays. Now, if he get one, he asked for it. it he done pushed every button that that's been that's been that needed to be pushed to get to get to that point. But nowadays, I'll be like, bro, you know what I'm saying? He he fuck up. I'll be like, it's okay. Just don't do it again. Yeah. It killed me. It killed me one day, bro. I bullshit you not, bro. We came, in, we coming in. I think we had like McDonald's or KFC or some shit. More of it is we had fast food. I know what Cam likes to drink. Cam loves. He loves juice. He loves tea and he loves Sprite. He is his daddy's son. 
Got that man a Sprite. That man came in. Y'all seen my table? My table kind of high, and he's short. That man went to put the ta- with the he put the um his cup on the table, not realizing that something was right there. So the table it, it offset the cup. Cup falls over. It's Sprite all on my floor. And I literally looked at Cam, bro. And I was instantly I got mad because I was like, I had just got done cleaning the house too. I'm like, yo, what? Cam looked at me and said, it's okay, daddy. We'll clean it up. And I sat back and said, I bet. Bet. You know what I'm saying? All I can do is say bet, but that that was that that comes from the forgiveness. Like I had to forgive. I didn't forgive my biological pop for, for him. I could care less. I forgave him for me so that I could continue to grow as a man. Because we, we all know and all can attest to the fact that uh, and I sat there and I listened to you, SB, where you said uh, I, I, the one thing that you kept saying was, and I had to learn, and I had to learn, and I had to I learn. learn. As a parent, I had to learn. I had, as a parent, I had to learn. With my son, I had to learn. With my daughter, I had to learn. I fucked up with this. I fucked up with that. It's okay, bro. It's okay that you I'm fucked really up, SB. It's okay that you fucked up. And I tell Mike, it's okay that you fucked up. You want to know why? Because there's no such thing as a handbook that tells you to be the perfect parent. None. Especially a dad. Oh. Because us growing up, we didn't have, you know what I'm saying? Like we we had a we had to grow and learn through it. But most of most most of our people, especially people we grew up knowing and, and how we grew up, there's no handbook on how to be a black dad in today's society. Hey, you know what though? You gotta learn. The, the, What's that? the funny thing is, and uh we're gonna start wrapping up soon, but the funny thing is, bro, there's there's a, a trend. I don't I don't necessarily want to call it a trend because it's a really good thing that's been happening. But there are so many more fucking active fathers, bro. Active fathers, bro. There are I, I so exactly many more. So many it's more so active fathers. Like, and, and it's bro, it's crazy. It's so crazy, but I love to see it. it, it like, the, the, the weird thing, right, is I go through this shit every year where I talk about Mother's Day, Father's Day. Well, Mother's Day is nothing but love for mothers, right? And and again, absolutely, we're not going to sit right here and go back and forth about Mother's Day, Father's Day, what all the situation is. I'm just giving you a perspective. Not this episode. We do the Hey, to, yeah, not this one, because that, that's, some, that's some extensive shit to go through, because yeah, I got my feelings about it. So, what? just just to kind of give you guys like a, a, a little bit of a twinkle of a, ass, uh, of a light on top of like the topic, Mother's Day is glorified nationwide worldwide whatever situation may be mother's day is the most like 19 i think it's the 19th yeah celebrated yeah but nobody gives a fuck about father's day right so that's my point right think about about how many holidays there is bro we number 19 right but see that let let me let me let me talk my shit right let me talk my shit right so i'm I'm gonna give y'all a glimpse of shit to talk right i'm gonna give y'all 60 seconds of shit mother's day is celebrated nationwide or worldwide Universally, everybody respects Mother's Day because mothers are mothers. Mothers do what mothers do, and mothers do the motherly things that fathers could never mother. Okay? They some crazy okay. motherfuckers. Okay, let's just put it that way. Yes, they are. Shout out to all the mothers out there. At the end of it, I'm good. At the end of Mother's Day, there's nothing you would say negative about mothers. There's not you better not fucking give a drop of negativity on Mother's Day. You better not do anything outside of perspective of Mother's Day on Mother's yeah, Day. Bro. But I promise you, when Father's Day come around, mothers say happy Father's Day to themselves. Fathers say happy Father's Day to themselves. And that's the time to shit on any goddamn dead be father than around. Let me be let me be the first one to tell you I'm so sick of that shit. Boy, that, another, another topic for another. Hey, pin that in, bro. Pin that in for another episode. Bro. I'm I'll definitely pinned it in. <laughs> pin, it in uh, pin it in there. So let me be very clear about this shit. 
this episode was specifically supposed to be about how women raise boys to men, how men raise boys to men. But I'm here to tell you, it is not just the men who have to allow that shit. It's, it's a, it's a, when fathers, it's a two-way street. It is. And the only reason I brought up fathers is because I want people to understand like a different way of looking at it, right? If a man was, or if men decided that one year we just gonna all get on social media and say happy happy Mother's Day to myself because I'm a single father, y'all would hate us. Backlash. backlash. Too much backlash. The fucking world would shut down. There would be a fucking economical change and fucking finances and everything under the sun, right? Yeah. But the one thing that I feel like everybody would agree with is at the end of it, bro, like, bro, I don't even know how to put shit in words, bro. Like, no, nobody is going to ever respect a father the way they should. Mm-mm. We don't get the respect we, we deserve. And there are too many people like us, and why I'm so glad that maybe this is a trend or maybe this is a new way of life, that there are more fathers involved. Because... Like us, like we're involved fathers. We we take care of our kids. Even if we go through some shit, we, we make sure our last dime goes to our kids. And that's just the end of it. Absolutely. But there's so many fathers who don't get that credit. There's so many fathers who don't get the ability to. And it it it, it, it sucks, all right? Just just putting it out there. Don't no worry, fathers, because we're here to shed the light for y'all. Yeah. Job, Mike, these, these two outstanding men... Have been in their fucking kids' lives from day one. As, even as, as even even through bullshit that they made it went through, right? Even through any kind of bullshit, any kind of shit they went through with their significant other, they were always in their kids' life. You Absolutely. will never take it away from them. You can say whatever you want to say about them. You can say whatever you want to say about me, but we're present. But there are too many fathers who want to be in their kids' lives that can't. At some point, I need the women to start calling out their sisters and telling them, bitch, let your, let your man come back in and be a fucking father. Let that man come back and be the fucking the present father he needs to be. Because if you don't, that child is going to do something that he shouldn't do and you're going to fucking regret it. But at the end of the day, you're going to also blame him for what that child became. Stop doing it and let that man in. I'm here to tell oh you, let that man in there. Let that oh, man no, do what I'm he got to do. So just like he just said, if if you got a homegirl and, and she she's been an asshole not trying to let the father be in the kid's life, stop stop encouraging that shit. Fact. I get that's your girl, but don't encourage that shit. But like I also said, it takes it's it's a two way street, you feel me? We also it's it's a beautiful thing that a lot of fathers are stepping up nowadays. But to them ones who ain't stepping up if your homie ain't telling you you doing wrong, your homie just as much in the wrong. Yes. You hear me? And that, that that's a that's a two you can take that how you want it. Females, if your homie ain't if your homie ain't telling you you doing wrong by not allowing that man to be a father to that to his child, do wrong just as much as she is. Fellas, if you're not telling your your homies to step up step up and be the you know what I'm saying, you right, you you made that. Hey, you made that. these my boys. I swear to God, they do something wrong, I'm on their ass. If I do something wrong, they on my ass. Y'all got to hold this accountability. Y'all got artists out here talking about drugs, fucking bitches, and all other kind of shit. But there's always an artist that says, 
if my if I tell my niggas they need to do something, they get mad. They just need to be glad that I said something to them. Like, listen Hello, to Mo that three. shit. Mo three said that shit. Drake said that shit. Like, there's so many people out here saying that shit, bro. Niggas, get on y'all niggas about the real shit. Matter of fact, what are you saying? You th you think artists, right? So remember. Everybody was talking about how crazy Kanye was, how crazy Kanye was looking at, how he doing this, how he doing that. How Getting his kids, all that face advertisement shit. That motherfucker got them kids wrapped around his fucking fingers, boy. But at the same time, oh, he bought a he bought a house right across from Kim K. He ain't letting her move on. That nigga is doing nothing but being an active daddy. That man, is, like, every picture he posts is with his kids. Yep. You feel me? Hey. But anyway, hey. on another note, let's, let's tap into some of these comments that you got, bro. Yeah, okay, so... I'm going to kind of scroll back up to a couple of comments I seen earlier, man, that, uh, that kind of uh, said something to me. So uh, I seen uh, Brother Phil right here. He said, uh, man, my pops called me like, uh, bro. yeah, uh, Brother Phil said, man, my pops called me like two uh, two times every three to four years. Just the last, uh, just this last two weeks, he called me two times about a, man a manager because he found out I rap now. That's interesting. So uh, another, it's a case of a, a father coming around when he hears about success of a child and what is going to be involved in shit and trying to talk a little bit more. And that's, that's pretty common, man. The Shaq dad did it. I started getting my name out of basketball at one point in time before I fell off of basketball altogether. It happened. Nigga tried to pop up there. Pretty sure Jock and Mike had the same situation, man. Well, let me tell you something, bro. And you know, I talked to you in the offline still. If, if, if you feeling like he on some shit like that, bro, let him do what he's doing. But at the same time, keep your head high. Just keep doing what you're doing, bro. The, the funny thing is, Phil, my biological pops did that. Like, once I started becoming successful, once I stepped into this Navy shit and I, and I started branching out and woo -woo, he damn sure hit me up on some uh, blah, blah, blah. Right? I didn't need that. I don't need that now. Like, I need you. I needed you to, to sit down and be, be the father that you were supposed to be all these years ago. Yep. Don't do it now. It's too late now. That's facts. I, I, I got a pop who's telling me the rights and wrongs. I got a mom that's telling me the rights and wrongs. Homies and, and, and my brother. But shout out to my brother. Because my brother, my brother, as little does, little does he know, my brother was also a good father figure to me as well. Because I watched that man grow. I watched that man. That man had a, uh, he had his first son. Yeah, my, he had him at fresh out of high school. You feel me? And I watched that man turn up. Turn up and be one of the best fathers I've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? So, Thanks. nah, they, they, they don't don't come around when it's you know don't come around when it benefits you. Come around when it benefits that child. Facts. Got another comment right here from Kiara Riddick. Uh, Riddick, um, she said even even as a woman, there is a big difference between the father being present and not. Don't get me wrong, I had my stepdad, but my biological parents fought a lot, and it hindered my um my interaction with my dad. Um, I definitely understand that, and and I'm gonna be the first to tell you. Um, I know they'll probably you know agree with me. My mother has been through some shit that she probably doesn't even know that I know about. Mm -hmm. um, my mother has said some things behind doors and probably didn't even recognize I heard. But the one thing that I respect my mom for is making an effort to hide it. Because mm -hmm. there's so many parents out there who don't hide the negativity negativity that happens between the two parents or even the, the parent and other people. They don't hide those issues from the kids, and a lot of a lot of times those kids start picking up on those mannerisms and those those interactions with people and think it's okay. And it, it does affect how you how you interact with people, whether it be your father, your friend, your 
your the, the person that your mother may date next or your father may date next it always affects them and that, that's, that's part of the, that's part of the issue a lot of times it comes from directly from a parent and how they interact with people so <clears throat> with that man like i never got to a point where i felt like i couldn't talk to somebody i just choose not to it's a big difference um but I feel like if a lot of things were more more obvious to me, or my mom allowed me to see some of the things that she went through, I feel like it it probably would change change a lot of things about my personality and who I am. But at the end of the day, I can't I can't necessarily you know what I'm saying just sit right here and disagree with you because I, I full heartedly agree with you. But you know, you got Mike and, and, and Jock to say some too. So see see way I look at it is um, one because I, I hide I try my best to hide all the negativity. Uh, if anybody knows SD, you definitely know what kind of what kind of person uh, my son's mom is, and I'm not, and I don't I don't bash her. I'm not gonna talk down on her. I refuse to do that because she still is his mother. Uh, but the one thing I do, the one thing I uh, always let my son know, no matter what, no matter what kind of argument me and her just got into, no matter you know what the case is, the one thing I always make sure that he knows is like, bro, your mother loves you. You know what I'm saying? Your mother, your mother can be your mother is she 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 gonna try to be there for you when she can be there for you. Feel me? Like she loves you. That's that's all you need to know is she loves you. And she she's she's fighting for you, you know what I'm saying? And then when it comes to like uh my step pop, my pops, uh because I had him so early, it wasn't it wasn't uh as bad, but I can I can tell you like in that little third no, I say in that ten to thirteen range when I was between ten and ten and thirteen. Uh, and you know he he stationed in a whole other state or whatever. I think he was stationed in Florida at the time, and I was barely talking to him. Uh, the fact that I didn't have my biological pops, you feel me? Already he's gone. You know I don't know. I didn't know what my mom was going through at the time, so it felt like every father figure that I'm supposed to have walked out on me. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's hard to make that connection. You, it's hard to make a connection with somebody, and like even, even to this day, no matter who my mom dated prior to my pops. I ain't rock with until this last dude, the dude she's engaged to now. I ain't rock with. It. I mean, you cool people. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with you being around. You making my mom happy, but I don't rock with you like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? You ain't, you ain't no, you ain't no family to me. But then when that, when I hit 14, when I hit 14, and then I never forget it. This is exactly how I went with my pops. 14 years old. Uh, my sister was finna go. My sister was finna go to his house for Christmas. And he calls me. He was like, where, he, where your brother at? Oh, Jay right here. Put me on the phone. He said, what you doing for Christmas? Literally, he coming to pick her up the next day. What you doing for Christmas, man? I ain't got nothing planned, man. What's up? He, you ain't got nothing planned. Nope. Pack your stuff. You coming with me. You going to be out here for two weeks. Uh, right there when he said that. That was that father figure love that I needed. And I said, what was my response to him? You said two weeks, right? That's how much I need to pack clothes for two weeks because I got clothes for two weeks. <laughs> You in Florida, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, so uh, what's that? What's that weather like out there? Do I need to pack pants? I got pants. I need shorts because I know Florida. From my geography class, they told me Florida's warm. Oh, pack some pants for the morning, but it's typically warm out here, man. You coming out here? Back when spent the, uh, uh, Christmas in Florida. So, it, it, I I see where she's coming from, but at the same time, for me, like it's 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 a double headed sword. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like uh, a shout out, wifey. Yeah, how you doing, baby? To me, it's like your parents never forgave each other. And that's where we go back to that you got to forgive but not forget. Like, mm-hmm. Do not let the kid know 
what y'all going through. But it's a hard point to hit right there. Not, the kid, first off, children are never asked to be in this world. Never. So they don't deserve to have any type of whatever animosity y'all got going on to never come in between spending time with each other. Now, the one thing I did do, one thing I do do with my son is because my son occasionally has false hope. Yeah. And he'll say, um, he'll talk to her or whatever. He'll be talking to his mom or whatever. And then he'll get off the phone and he'll say, uh, He'll say something like, I'll be like, I mean, shit, bro, you, you, you won't, you, you're more than welcome to go live with your mama. You know what I'm saying? I know you need that. You need that. You need to, you need that love from your mama. You, you can go. He'll say, yeah, yeah. Or she says she, she says she's coming out to Virginia. Oh yeah, she comes, she comes with all the time she wants with you, bro. Do your thing. He'll be like, yeah, I can't wait. Cause she's going to live with us. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, she not. Pimp. That's, 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 that's the truth I give him. Hey, look, dog, I love you. And I, I, I'm gonna hide all the negativity from you, but you 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 gotta you gotta take some of that negativity away from me too, cause you not she not living in here. You feel me? But other than that, other than the that kind of negative, it's, I don't even consider that negative. I just call I tell, I I call a spade a spade. Yeah. Hey son, like that that aspect, I don't want you to get your hopes up on that. Yeah. Cause it's not, right? it's not gonna happen. But you know what I'm saying? As far as like, is there a possibility that we live in the same state again? Yeah. Same city, probably. Will you be able to see both of your parents at all times? If that happens, absolutely. If that happens, absolutely. But as far as like us moving back in, we, or, you can go move in with us. I won't bat an eye. I'm still gonna take care of you. You still my son. I, I still I'm still gonna get my time with you. But as yeah. far as me moving back in, not gonna happen. That's facts. All right, so I'm uh I got a couple here. That that one kind of uh, I got a couple of them. so. I got a couple from Quayla actually. So, uh, Quayla hey, Bishop. Hey, bro. Shit. Yo. Oh, my fault. My fault. My fault. Uh, so I got a couple from Quayla Bishop. So, uh, the yeah. first one I see from her is uh, my situation with being a single mother of two girls. Their father don't help financially, but tries. Uh, but he always makes sure, always in all caps, by the way, always makes sure that uh, he's there for them, even if it's uh his last. He will make sure he's president. And I also make sure that I, I make it easy for them to be present, although we don't always agree with each other, and put the kids above our feelings for each other. So I'm here to I'm, I'm here to tell you that's some dope shit. Go ahead, give her a round of applause. Pat yourself, pat yourself on the back for that one if you're still in here. Hey, uh, because we don't have it's not a lot of it's not a lot of women like that. You're understanding his situation. Uh, you you know what I'm saying? Like like you said, sometimes you go through what he's gonna go through, but you still let him do what he needs to do. Now you let him grow and be a man, but you also let him be a parent. You let him be a father. Absolutely, absolutely. So look, Quayla, I'm gonna tell you something right here, like straightforward. Um. Again, this this ain't shit to bash nobody because we all gotta grow. We all have to grow in our own way. My first child was my son, and my child's mother. Again, y'all can attest to it. Jock was there. This is around the time, man. Me and him was going through the same similar situation. Uh, yeah. But just to speak on this specific thing, um, there was a lot of tension. There was a lot of anger and 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 a lot of everything kind of in between that relationship. It was hella toxic. All right, and I'm here to tell you, like. Damn, it, that's that's a touchy topic for me, bro. Um, mm-hmm. That situation in itself was so toxic that it was almost too toxic for a child to be in the middle of. And it, it to to me, it felt like 
I don't know, man. Like it kind of felt like I was responsible, but then it, it, it's also like that other person's responsible too because everybody got to take accountability. And what I mean by mm-hmm. that is, in that in that moment, I was with my child's mother, my my son's mother at the time, and we were arguing about everything. And like we knew we weren't supposed to get like that's that's a crazy thing. We knew we were not meant to be together. We knew we weren't supposed to be together. But it's like we were just holding on for the wrong reason, and that wrong reason for, was for a child. And things got so bad to the point where cologne bottles being thrown and police being called and arguing at the top of our lungs, hands getting put on people and shit, not saying who did what, but you know what I'm saying? Just saying it wasn't me because I don't hate women. Um, <laughs> um, shady. It gets shady outside the closet. Hey, hey. <laughs> look. Hey, but look, it's all, it's all fair game. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got their own shit. <laughs> Fuck y'all, man. <laughs> but look, it's all it's all a fair game. Like every every female has their own way of responding to certain things. And I I don't at the time I was pissed off about it. At the time I had everything against her. But at the end of the day, I can kind of understand why. Because at the time she wasn't ready. Hell, I wasn't ready. That's why I said I just became a man, so to speak, recently. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it takes a lot to really I, I wanted to say I became a man when my son got here, but I can't. Like at the time, I would have told you all that long. I'm a grown ass man. I pay bills, I take care of my kid, but that ain't it. You know what I mean? But now I had to realize, like, yo, like, there's more to this shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there was so much tension to the point where we couldn't be in the same room together. And when you when you have that shit, my personal feeling was I, I probably won't see my son if I leave him in Virginia. So I need to take him back to Georgia so I'll be able to see my son. Will she care? Will it affect her? Yes. But it, it affected her at a different time and it affected her in a different way. Because truthfully, she never wanted her son to go away. She never wanted my son to be away from her so long and for an extended period of time because it's still her son at the end of the day. She wanted me to still stay in Virginia, but I couldn't do it because I had no job at the time. We had just moved there. We were three months in. I was still looking for a job short on paper. Like everything was wrong for me. So I had to make shit work. But in order to make shit work, I had to bring him back with me where he had a bit of support base. But at the time up, I knew I would never hold him away from her. But I always felt like she was so pissed off at me and hated me so much, given if I was right or wrong in the situation or indifferent, she would never let me see my son. So I respect you 10 times more because you are actively saying, even though there is an issue between me and him, that has nothing to do with our kid. Because at the end of the day, our kid's future is a lot is a lot more important than what me and you have on a personal level. Because we ain't together. We ain't fucking no more. We ain't sleeping together no more. It takes it takes a grown-ass woman. It takes a grown-ass man to get past differences. And y'all can argue that same fucking morning. And as long as that kid gets into that car at 12 o'clock p.m. and hops in that back seat, strapped in that car seat, strapped in that booster seat, strapped in that fucking seatbelt, and rides on with his fucking daddy, he does what he has to do, and he stays with that child as long as he's supposed to, there's no issue. And there's not many women that do that shit. There's not many there's men nothing. that do that shit. Hey, SB, let me tell you something, bro. You said you became a man a month ago. You became a man when you went through that situation, bro. And the reason I say that is because you knew at the time what was better for your son, and you made it happen. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. So I would downplay yourself for things like that because a lot of things that and I say men, because women don't women don't do it a lot. But men, men won't realize a better situation for the kid, and they'll only we'll only realize what's better for us. 
So realize it was better for the for the child, boy or girl. Realize it was better at that moment and just put them in a better situation, even if it's across country and you gotta fly to go see them. But it's a better situation. Is is it, it speaks volumes because you put your your child in that situation, to grow better, and put you in that situation, and grow better, and put you in that situation, and become a better person, and put your child in situation. Not to have to struggle or not to have to worry about things that they don't have to worry about. And and uh, I can attest to it uh, in the fact of, because I remember that situation, bro. I remember your whole situation. Like you said, we was together hip to hip. So when you did leave and you went back home or whatever, you absolutely did what was best for Joe. Yeah. Absolutely. Because uh, uh, I remember us talking about it. I remember us talking about it uh, back then when it happened or whatever. You, when you went back, it wasn't it wasn't you was going back to take Joe from her, but it was going because you knew because you knew y'all weren't together no more. Um, that breaks the support system that he she didn't really have that support system yet out here. I remember that. I remember that. So when your the move that you made, you went back and then you developed a great support system for for Joe. Well, you already had the support system for Joe in uh, in Atlanta. You did what you had to do, and then. Y'all come back, reconvene. She she builds herself up. She gets herself together and all that. Reconvene, and now you you made a grown up decision. You made a grown uh, a bossed up decision where you said, "All right, cool, absolutely. You still need your mother in your life, Joe. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna send you up there for the school year, and I'm gonna take you during the summer. Up there during the school year, you go you go kick it with your mama. It's perfect for her because while she's at work, you at school." Y'all get the weekend or whatever. Y'all get after school and all that good time together. During the summertime, you'll be here with me. And what did you do this year? You was up here for his graduation. Packed him up. Said, all right, summertime, it's our time now. You brought him back. He with you now. You doing your thing. Bro, you bossed up a long time ago, bro. You man, you manned up a long time ago. Little do you know. Now, now what I'm, I'm not going to take away from the fact that, like you said, you said it was four weeks ago, uh, in which you felt like you became a man. That's when you felt it. That's cool. I'm not going to downplay your feeling. That's a great feeling when you feel it. So take that and embrace that. Embrace but it. Out, outside of looking in, being your brother as long as I've known you, you was a man a long time ago, bro. Yeah. You just yeah. now, what it is now is it's now you yeah. look in the mirror and you see it. You can see what, I, what I've been seeing for years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can so see you're finally seeing it's like and it's gonna be weird it's like working out losing the weight that first week nobody sees it by third week you see it but maybe nobody else sees it it's, it's vice versa it's vice versa it's vice it versa is. though it's because we, we, we see it and you do everybody else sees it when on week three of working out everybody else sees it you don't see it and then on month six though you could go happen to look at that picture from that first week of working out, and you like, oh shit, there it goes. That's all you did. That's all it was. Yours was a, a a time frame. All of us seen it. I seen it a long time ago. Hell, she seen it a long time ago. She can't knock you for it. But then what happened was you just ran into a situation to where it made you think, what would you have done five years ago? Right. Yep. And now you see the result of. You became a man a long time ago. It's just now it's hitting you in the face. I'm here to tell y'all, but uh, the one thing that I have learned, and not again, not saying I'm a mother, not saying I'm even close to being a mother, 
But the one thing that I could actually say that I can 100% understand with mothers is detachment and attachment issues. Mm -hmm. Um, I had my son from the age of one to four. Birth to four. Yeah, essentially, yeah, birth to like four and a half-ish. And even though like the first year was like co-parented within the same household, realistically, I still had him for that long. And up until four and a half, up to five, he's been with his mother. And I I don't think a lot of men understand it. Like, Jock, if it, if it was to happen to you, you would understand. Mike, if it was to happen to you, you would understand. Um, but there's a different feeling when you're the primary parent for so long. And for so for so many reasons why I, I get on my boys, like for my boys that actually have have kids, I get on their ass. Even when I know I can't do the, the thousand and one things that I want to do for my kids all the time, the things that I can do and that I'm capable of doing, I make sure that I do. Mm-hmm. I do it. You know what I mean? But when my son, when I had to make that hard decision for my son to go back to Virginia, literally 718, 719 miles, I believe. That's nine and a half, ten and a half hours if it's traffic. That that drive, it is a drive that I can make, but it hurt my fucking feelings, bro. And I don't think people understand like the difference between being in pain and having your feelings hurt is completely different. My nigga, I, I, if I miss a jump shot and I'm hot and I lose the game with a game winning basket, I'm upset. If I get hit in the face, I'm mad. If I lose a family member. I'm sad. If I, I happen to let something fall to the wayside that I shouldn't have, I'm disappointed. But my feelings were hurt when I had to let him go back. And it wasn't because his mother was getting him back. And it wasn't because he was going back with his mother. It was because he was he was my best friend. And I didn't even realize it. And that's what so many mothers feel. And I didn't know that shit. I can tell you I felt that. I felt that before when, um, remember, I had Cam one, he was one, two when I left. No, he was turning two. But I had to go on deployment. Did 10 months without him. 10 strong months without seeing him at all. Seeing pictures, a few video calls here and there. But I, that feeling hurt. That feeling, waking up in that rack, no sun, no nothing. Bro, there was nights, there was nights where I legit couldn't sleep on deployment. So I was literally just scrolling through my my photo gallery, bro, looking at pictures that I that I took when we was together. I, I know that hurt feeling. That feeling hurt. But what trumps that feeling, though, was, which, which probably happened to you four weeks ago when you drove up here for Joe's uh, graduation, was when you got him back. Boy, hey, boy. Ooh, Saying, like, boy. boy, I miss you, dog. Ooh, that, that boy. I miss you, huh? That 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 hey. be great. Hey, that shit is so hey. different. Hey y'all, excuse my hoochie daddy shorts. Look, boy, what? nigga, there's no fucking better feeling 
Yeah, see my then reunite, kids, bro. They're reuniting with your kids, bro. Except the only difference, the only difference I got, bro, because when I'm telling you, like, that first time I seen Cam after deployment, bro, I hit that corner because he didn't even know I was home. I hit that corner to pick up, and he looked, and his mouth dropped, them eyes, boom. Daddy ran and jumped in my arms. Only one time I wanted to give him back. As soon as I picked him up, I'm like, what's up, boy? I missed you. He hugged me and stuff. And he said, Daddy, what's up, son? Can you change my diaper? Get off me, baby. I mean, little did I know. I did know. I did know. In that moment when he asked me that, bro. Because right? I changed him, of course. I ain't changed a diaper in over 10 months. I changed him, but I guarantee you that right there sparked the evolution to where it went from it started so bro I, I was it, it made me feel good to know that i was there to potty train him now yeah i potty trained him you feel me i potty yeah. trained him he got him up out of got him up out of diapers and, and put put draws on him and stuff even good sense but i got I, I, I understand that feeling that leaving but that comeback that reunite that motherfucker hit so different yeah bro That's love bro definitely love bro That's love and listen man um so Quayla also said my situation was similar because their father lived in Florida. He would uh, he would drive and fly out multiple times to make sure he was present for birthdays and stuff. So I definitely uh, give give credit where it's due. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. that? <laughs> hey, what's that young man's name, bro? What's his name, bro? What's that? You you still watching? Shout out to whatever that man's name is, bro. Shout out to him. No, oh, it's Quayla. It's Quayla. It's uh, Quayla Bishop. Uh-huh. I know. I know this. Don't worry. I'll see you at work tomorrow. Shout out to him. Okay. When I see you at work, I'm gonna tell you, shout out to your baby daddy. He doing what the fuck he's supposed to be doing. Yeah, facts. <clears throat> a lot of niggas don't get that credit though, uh, Quayla. Uh, mm-hmm. Seriously, because there's there's so many niggas out here that do the same shit that he does, and they they underappreciate and undervalue because they can't do more. And I'm here to tell you, bro. Every man is not is not a millionaire. Everybody ain't future. Everybody ain't Russell Wilson. Everybody can't be uh, Kevin Samuels. Everybody can't be like all these other wealthy people. There are some of us that uh, that are the average Joe, you know what I mean? I ain't the richest nigga, but I do what I can. John mm-hmm. ain't the richest nigga. Mike ain't the richest nigga, but we do what we can, you know what I mean? And Don't let Mike fool you. Mike Rich on the low. Hey, I'm trying to tell you, look. <laughs> a lot of times he's... <laughs> hey, Joe. Let's deny out. I'm here to tell you, man. Yeah, like, um... Uh, nah, I ain't gonna cuss That's that word, boy. Let's talk to him about that room. I don't know that look anyway. <laughs> what, what you say? Hey, <laughs> don't worry, I'll be off in a minute. Don't worry, I'll be off in a minute. I got something for you. Hey look, man, look, I'm just gonna tell you, man, like a, a lot of females don't understand, like sometimes uh it's okay to tell your man thank you. It's okay to tell him you appreciate him. Like giving like we don't we don't go out looking for a, a thank you or or a reason to be a father and shit like that, but sometimes it does feel good just to hear it. You know what I mean? Oh um, absolutely. Like I I can attest to you, like some like I had to I had to break down, like I had to be vulnerable. I had to literally say like one time. I, I I actually need somebody to tell me like thank you for being here, thank you for being a great father, something because like I went four years without hearing that shit once. You know what I mean? And a mother is told that shit on a daily basis in mm-hmm. so many ways. <laughs> Again, it's not to say I need somebody to tell me I'm a great father. It's not somebody I need. I need somebody to tell me I'm a good father. It's not. I don't. I don't need somebody to tell me what I what I've done. I just need somebody to give me that extra push and motivation because that shit gets me through. Because I don't get to hear that shit from nobody else. So, exactly. ladies, when y'all talking to y'all, man, when y'all loving on them, when y'all cuddling, when y'all want all this attention, 
Give him that same attention, but don't give him that attention that that the the next bitch is gonna give him. Sorry, word slip. Uh, the next female, <laughs> the next female wants to give him like because every next female is gonna always want to outshine you. They want to tell the man everything that he's doing right so they can get your position because that's what they want to do. But it's only temporary when they give them the words. But the important things to tell your man: I love you, I appreciate you, I thank you, I cherish you, I worship you. And you don't have to necessarily worship someone to the point where you're kissing the ground they walk on, but just tell them thank you because there are other niggas who ain't there. There are other niggas who don't want to be there, and there are other niggas who ain't gonna be there. But that nigga chose to be there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Please let, let let these men know, man. These men deserve some kind of thank you, even if you don't physically say thank you. You tell that man to sit down on his lazy boy, kick his feet up, play that video game, or watch his TV show, get a get a glass of wine. Drink him some shot and get him some liquor, get him a cigar, get him some weed, whatever you got to do. Tell that man, thank you some kind of way. I don't give a fuck oh. if you got to suck that man. Dig the lane, you know what I'm saying? You know? oh, right. Hey, hey, man. Come on. Get down on him. Do what you got to do. I say it like this, to touch on what he said. Men, us men, we are simplistic creatures. We are so what? simple. We are. It's it's so crazy how simple we are. Don't, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we we well, they, they say we joking, boy. No, no, we are so simple. Like, don't we can't read your mind, but if you tell us, we know. <laughs> hey, babe. I, I just don't like how you know what I'm saying you scratch your foot with your other foot. All right, babe, I won't do it around you. Bet. It's so simple. Nah, you can't use that example because I'm gonna be like, what you mean? It's my foot. I'm just saying, like, we're so what's Jojo. Uh what's Jojo, so what's good, my boy? We so simple, you feel me? Like, and with with that being said, just the simple, just as simple as a, hey, I appreciate everything you do. You know what I'm saying? You you're doing a great job. You're a great man, great father. Whatever the case may be, even if they're not a father, great man, or, or uh, I, I appreciate how you go to work. Something so simple as just telling us goes a long way. Yeah. The little one said hello to you. What's up, baby girl? Hello, mom. Like we saying that like they can hear us. Yay. <laughs> no, nah, but let's go ahead and wrap it up, bro. We damn sure went over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah look, look, that's what I said, but hey, this <laughs> shit can get real, man. Look. Get real. All right, you must come back. Hey. All right, man, look. Um, hey, for everybody that stopped in, man, I definitely appreciate you for anybody tuning in after the fact, man. Love you guys. I definitely thank you for the support. I'm pretty sure my guys thank you for the support as well, man. Absolutely. Um, oh, man, this is just the first episode, man. It's going to be plenty more to come. Um, if y'all would like, man, uh, at any point in time, man, uh, in the, in the, I believe in the description, there may be a, a link to our link tree. They give you all the links to all the social media, uh, links to our anchor, uh, which on anchor, uh, we're going to always drop the audio version on the next day. Um, if not the day after, but we're gonna uh, once I get the schedule and everything up, man, I'll be able to tell everybody when the list is gonna be. But every Sunday, um, as of right now, at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it's gonna be our podcast time every single Sunday, man. Uh, we definitely look forward to hearing from y'all all the time, every time. Um, again, we're gonna have uh, engagement at the end of each podcast, just like we did just now. Uh, answer any questions, uh, get feedback from y'all, read y'all comments and everything, man. So. Again, much love to y'all. Uh, again, my name is Justice SB, whatever y'all want to call me, man. Um, I'll let uh, Jock and Mike say any final words before we get up out of here, though. Most definitely. I appreciate everybody that tuned in. I, I appreciate everybody that tuned in. If you can't uh, 
if you can't reach us through the through the through the podcast sites, uh, feel free to hit out all of our own individual um, social medias. We we have a, our own little group chat in which we have to in which we discuss stuff. So if you hit me up individually, I, I, nine times out of ten, I'm putting it in the group chat so that we can all see it, we can all discuss it, all that, whatever, whatever. Uh, I appreciate everybody that stopped by, all the feedback, uh, good or bad. Uh, I didn't get to read all the comments. Justin's got them all over there. Uh, but, yeah, tune in next week. I, I'll definitely see y'all next weekend, man. Hey, man. Thank y'all for stopping through, bro. That's all we wanted was y'all to tune in and show out with us, dog. First episode with plenty more to come. Uh, don't be shy. If you feel like you want to talk about something, let us know. Put it out there. Follow us on all social media platforms, all the individual accounts, and all the CHA gentlemen. Club podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, uh, all social media handles is T H A G C, that's G as in gentlemen's, C as in club podcast on all platforms at T H A G C podcast on all platforms. Um, you can also follow us individually. I let my boy shot theirs out too. Uh, my uh, my personal social media is going to be S God S B, that's S G as in gentlemen, O D as in dog, S B. That's uh, on all platforms as well. You can also find our uh, Gentleman Club uh, Facebook as well at the GC Club, uh, GC Podcast as well. But yeah, my uh, my personal social media is uh, SGODSB everywhere. Oh uh, yeah, my personal. Uh, if you don't follow me already, go follow me. The TikTok is uh, the Real Jock T H E R E A L J O C K. Every other social media platform is the Documentary T H E J O C K M E N T A R Y. Yo, y'all already know. It's your boy Mike. Nigga, don't nobody know you. Hey, TikTok is Daddy Mike Store too. Shout out DC. Instagram Ballout Mike underscore. Twitter Ballout Mike one two three. Man, follow us up, man. Let's go. Absolutely. On another, on another note to you fellas. I enjoyed this first episode. This episode was lit. Shout out to y'all. Absolute, bro. Absolute. You getting them bonds back? My club empty now. I was drunk all morning. Bring some of that crying over. Oh, hold on. Uh, y'all know what I'm rocking with. <laughs> oh, he got it. Oh, oh, that Johnny Walker. He ain't gonna play with me like I ain't stopped, though. Hey, oh, oh, oh. Don't make me go to my ball over there now. I got a couple hey, more which I ain't seen yet. I just had Ben Leon in that cup. <laughs> but, man, nah, shout out to y'all, man. I can't wait till next week. Hey, absolutely, man. Hey, uh, by the way, man, we do have a Discord. If y'all are uh, familiar with what Discord is, man, Discord is a, a pretty much another social media that people use to just communicate. Um, there is a, a room in there for everybody to just go in and, uh, and have like a personal chat conversation where it's text only. Um, you can talk to other people in the community, uh, give feedback on the uh, previous episode or, or the episode while it's uh, broadcasting live. Um, you can also have the opportunity. There's another channel in there where you can actually video call uh, different people or not necessarily individually, but uh, you can actually go into a video call with other people. Uh, whether you have your camera on or off, you can talk by voice instead of uh, uh, by text, and just like we are right now. Um, and there's also another one in there where you can actually just drop in questions that you maybe want to hear on the next episode or uh, episodes in the future, man. Um, but other than that, man, you uh, if you get it on Twitter, get it on TikTok, if you get it on uh, pretty much anything else, man, you want to send a video in so we can uh, respond to it or whatever the situation may be, or even just give suggestions for next topics. Love to hear from you guys, man. Uh, we definitely want the feedback all the time, anytime. Uh, and we always de- uh, definitely be taking those uh, topics at any time. Man. So feel free to reach out anytime, man, like I said. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. But uh, without further ado, man, once again, thank everybody. We love y'all. We definitely appreciate the support. 
But until next week, once again, man, next Sunday, 12 o'clock p.m.